Um, I'll look up something funny real quick. No, Seb, do, you, do one of your classic bits. Org. Uh, hey, it's me, Seb. Oh, oh, I love when she says yeah. that. Oh, man. Look at so this. America's sweetheart said. <laughs> can't, can't get enough. What is up, fam? What were we saying that machine. had to be written down? Dab, that's where it was. Yeah. yeah. We were like, this is going to be a great <laughs> done fucking day. I'm not ready to dab. All right, got it. it. Specifically, it was look at my dab right. and then the background, bitch. So, and then so dab so again. This was the cold open, but this is actually our uh, podcast business meeting. Yeah. It's, it's very warm in this. I call, I call You're probably you not going to pick up because of this. Oh no! I called all you guys in here there just to. Um, uh, we need to expand the brand of this podcast. Okay. We, we're we're very like we have. <laughs> the character of Seb is very marketable. Yeah. But I'm not sure if she has the staying power. No. Like Alex is a fan favorite. I get right. Yeah, of course. Alex is a fan favorite. People are always repeating Alex's lines. Yeah. Oh, I remember what it was. What? <laughs> Surf's up. Absolutely <laughs> fire movie. <laughs> I love that movie. Man. Oh, yeah. So, well, okay, so this is, well, this is what I told what I was going to do. I like that one, that? but now I feel like we should explain <laughs> Surf's up. Um, so in the medieval times, right, yeah, uh-huh. when uh, you were a serf under someone who owned your land, right? No, they own you. Yes, exactly. And you were working on their land to make them all of the money, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And obviously, um, once Karl Marx got wind of this, yeah. he was very upset. <laughs> the idea that he did it personally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he came over and he Russia, said, uh, oh, the proletariat, right? Yeah. Uh, and then all of the workers rose up, right? Right. Uh, Just like up. the game. Surf's <laughs> up. Yeah. Oh. They said, surf's up. And they cocked the shotgun and they shot the king. <laughs> <laughs> To the final and most terrifying yet. Please don't listen to this. Your soul depends on it. I literally Hell forgot about October. How did you forget? I don't know. It caught me off guard when Nick was like, Welcome. I'm writing in red. <laughs> the the, the uh, October color. Red pen. <laughs> the famously October. Red pen. Red pen. Alright, say the name and we'll start. Yeah, back to the show, yeah. Welcome to the final and most terrifying yet. What are we supposed to watch this year? Red Pen. Red Pen. Oh, alright, it's the dulling, Uh, yeah. I remember now. Okay. The dulling. (laughs) That's comedy gold. Please don't listen to this, your soul depends on it. Hello, Scream Monster Terror Sodes of Fright. This episode, Cam got to choose, and you can tell. Yeah, because it's going to be another banger. <laughs> all the and good this episodes. Is, this is the last episode, because we're all going to die after yeah, this. No, yeah, yeah, we're going to stay at the Overlook. Oh, yeah. We're staying at right. a hotel for like a month. It's going to be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, month, like, it was more than a month. Cam has chosen The Shining, and as the cold winter months approach at the end of October, I think that this will be something that will be very fun to relate to. It's very thematic. But who is on the mic with us? Well, let me tell you, Nick. We have our own dick, not Halloran, but Alex. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> uh, 
And I meant to run this over earlier. I know you're Winifred, but are you more of a Freddy a, or a Winnie, George? <laughs> Winnie sounds like a slur. So. Okay, so you're a Wendy. <laughs> Speaking of slurs, we also have... Uh, oh, wait. <laughs> uh, white man's burden, Seth. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I almost went with gay furry ghost, but I was going to go with no, that no, one no, for no. Uh, George. And then I, oh, or do you want to be gay furry ghost? I'll be the gay furry ghost. Okay. Um, man dressed as a bear blowing another ghost, Seb. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say, I thought I was like, that is the gay furry ghost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, a place that's like people, Nick. Uh, and I am your uh, resident hedge maze. Cam. <laughs> or Johnny Carson. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you like. So we're doing The Shining. It's definitely my favorite movie, and we're not going to talk about it anymore because we're going to get to that later. Because this is the end of the episode. Yes. Yeah. Get to that. Yeah. The episode's over. Well, so, we already talked so much doing our diner draft. That yeah, we, let's we do the week. And Nick's going to start. All right. Um, this week, I uh, moved into this fucking studio. Uh, did uh, you write a book about it? I did. I it's wrote called a book. The Shining. <laughs> Are you Stephen King? <laughs> You have to tell me if you're Stephen King. That's the rule, isn't it? It's like, you have to tell me if you're Stephen King. Uh, I will tell you right now, I, I don't live in Maine. I've never been to Maine. Mm-hmm. I don't know what well, Maine is. It's good so far. You gotta get, you gotta get to Maine. Uh, I've been to Maine. I, I, what's your I first and last name? I've never, I've never been horny in Maine. Uh, <laughs> or on Maine. Or on Maine. Oh my god. I've been really horny on Maine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Stephen King. Seb <laughs> is Stephen King. I wrote Oh, oh, man. We're going to do another Stephen King thing. Um, my name is going to be Horny in Maine. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask if any like high-profile people have been horny on Maine. Didn't Ted Cruz like a porn yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, the thing is, I don't think he runs his own Twitter. You so, know, for like, hilarity's sake, let's say so, though. Let's say he does. <laughs> he's he does. Funnier, yeah. I don't know if oh, it's funnier if he does or if it's funnier if like his dipshit intern was just like, hell yeah, man. I think it's mom cuck porn. Like, did he already <laughs> follow that account or did he like no, search I think, it? I wonder if, I think he must have searched it because it doesn't show up in the Yeah, pause. Ted Cruz wow. already has that shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, uh, well, I'm doing this on my boss's computer. Let me just check his bookmarks real quick. <laughs> oh, he'd probably love it if I favored this. Yeah, he already bookmarked it. So, um, I cut it from last week's episode, uh, my graveyard pick, so I will end on one more uh, graveyard pick for the month of October. Um, Cam and I watched this movie together. It was... Uh, Noroi the Curse. I've been uh, thinking about it a lot since. Uh, it wasn't something that I did in this past week, but I did want to talk about it on the show. Um, I don't know if that makes it illegal. Uh, yeah, that's not allowed. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you've been thinking about this one. I, I've been thinking about it, but it's definitely a barrier for me, I feel. Mm-hmm. I don't, really? I, I was super was happy about it. was way too much that I wasn't interested in. Mm. You know what I mean? There okay. were good parts in it, but the so more I think back on it. Uh, yeah, Noroi that's a good idea. <laughs> the Curse, N-O-R-O-I, is a it's Japanese the, horror uh, film or style. Nori. Is this um, live action or is it an anime? This is live action. This is a live action um, Japanese movie done in the style of a documentary. Live action. But made real movies? Yeah, that's the bit I was going to go on. Live action Japanese, that doesn't exist. (laughs) So, um, this movie. Sea Feed. This movie is done in the style of a documentary. It's about um, looking into a bunch of like. Uh, happenings around this specific place and the disappearance of a young girl who happens to be a psychic and um, it gets into uh, like all the all the good stuff in terms of like that type of horror you've got psychic kids you've got vengeful ghosts you've got a 
cult that dates back to a long time ago. You've got maybe a demon or two. Oh, there's some demons. There's some demons. and It's got everything you'd ever need. It's got everything you'd ever need. And the documentary style lends the... Uh, it lends the narrative like some weight. Like I think that it's really good. I do think it kind of drags like at the three quarters mark. Like it really could use like some speeding up to get to the final mm. action, which how, how holds up really it? well. It's two Probably hours. Probably two hours. Oh. Yeah. Nick and I. It's I, too long for Cam, right? That's it is. It, like. was it was too long was. for Cam. We had also both got just got home from work, so yeah. and it was subtitled, so we had to like actually pay attention instead of like you know half paying attention you know, so it was a little watching a two hour movie halfway after there. work is like a big hit yeah yeah, it's hard and I think can't, I, I can't believe I'm going to do that that'd be, that'd be crazy <laughs> well uh, um, no so that's like kind of a it's it's something that's very interesting and I would say it's definitely worth your time it's on Shutter, and I wanted to recommend another one that Cam wasn't here to watch with me Called uh, Hausu. I don't know if you guys have heard of this at all. Are you kidding me? I was saying this. I was another house thing. It is I'm a fucking Japanese horror movie. It's a uh, sequel to Ringu. No, it's, no, it's part of the series, the Ringu series. They had Sinku uh, first. Sinku. They had Ringu, then they had Sinku, then now they have Hausu. Uh, a Dumbu. I'm trying to make a Dumbo joke. Dumbo. I can't think of one. It's very good. It's good. Japan. Right, we'll keep that in. It's just um, Japan. So a lot of this movie was, and I'm not using this as a point to make fun of it, a lot of the things that are from this movie were taken from the dream of a six-year-old. Like, oh, that's, wow. what, that's what they were taking for notes of, like, this movie. That's good. And it's part of why, like, the, the, the reality of this movie is so, like, stretched into madness. And, um, Got it. It's also following several different stories that happen to yes. come together. Kind it's, of. It's, oh, so it's like Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. It's like Seinfeld. It is like a big Seinfeld episode. It is like Seinfeld. Uh, also, this movie has a Criterion release, and the cover is super, super cool. Whoa. Um, but I, I watched it on a... Uh, on a streaming website that, uh, you know, is one of those things that will never, ever get checked for the copyright. Because it, it's not... I, yes, I watched this on Kiss Anime. No, not yep. really. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but there's, there's a great... Um, I wanted to just shout this movie out because it has so many unique ideas that, like, every time they would do something, I'd be like, how come I've never seen that in another movie? Like, this movie's from, like, the 70s. Like, it's... And apparently everyone has heard of it. I kept seeing it on horror lists, and I had no, but nobody ever said anything about it. It was like, recommended oh, so. to me by that Twitter account I sent you. This, yeah, uh, slimy swamp ghost. Yeah, yeah, that's sanctum of slime. I think yeah, sanctum <laughs> of slime. This is good. Um, the king of stink. But house you or king of stink. or house Ooh, uh, the jungle VIP. I highly <laughs> recommend it. Uh, it's probably another zero pumpkin affair, uh, and yeah. unless you're like, unless you're really squeamish about. Blood. It's not like a very high scream movie, but it's just so creative. Like yeah. it's it's constantly doing all these different weird things that you wouldn't expect, and its horror comes from a place of things that are scary to a kid, which is really apparent. I think in some parts. Yes. <laughs> Dentist's office. <laughs> yep. Not going to Disney keep World. Going. <laughs> Book reports. Book reports. Cats that are as big as you are. No, mm. that's scary to humans. That sort of happens in the movie. Whoa! <laughs> not not to spoil too much. Um, Hausu is a definite dig it. Uh, Noroi is on notice. Um, and also, I moved Not into very. a new place. Uh, it's it's kind of cool. It's uh, we actually have like our, our shit in here now. The internet works. Uh, it's all on the all, floor. All the, yeah, the internet's all over the floor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't believe they spelled that. 
<laughs> yeah, I invited, I invited the Comcast guys over, and they're like, oh, I, I'm carrying this heavy jar of internet. Whoa! <laughs> internet all over my socks. It's, this uh, is not going to come out. Sick. Like, I'm going to have broadband for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so, Seth, what did you do this week? Um. All right, so... Get this. Mm-hmm. I've got a plug from our first sponsor, Audible.com. Whoa! Not really sponsored. <laughs> oh, but could be sponsored. Tweet us. Yeah, this yeah. is a goddamn book about a house, so you'll lose um, my fucking mind. That's where I listen to uh, many fine books about houses, such as. Detention. So, I read a whole ass book. Oh, Whoa. Between Whoa. yesterday and today. To a book? I listened to a whole ass book. Which one was it? Uh, the first book of Dragon Riders of Pern, um, which is like a, a classic sci fi fantasy series that has been running since like the late 60s, early 70s That's um, by Anne McCaffrey. And I'd been interested in it for a long time. I'd kind of heard Wait, it. Hold around. on. Women can write fantasy? Yeah. Not under the their real names. I don't, know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh. Wait, that was a guy. Yeah, it was a guy. Are you sure? Let's check. Yeah. Uh, yep, it was. <laughs> uh, Nobody ever really saw him. You must be JK rolling me. <laughs> Come on, really joke is built in. Joke is built in. JK is in the name. Yeah, you must be J JK. Just kidding. Rolling me. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Cam's all right. Cam 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 Hmm. Um, it's basically just like uh, books that are like 70 pages with a really terrible looking dragon drawn on them. Oh, and I mean, it's, it's just a, a retelling. Cool dragon. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, we're we're dragon. Yeah. Dragon. Yeah. It's like 10 pages <laughs> of description on that dragon. That's right. We're a scaly podcast now. He definitely has a lot more contrast, more drama in his paintings. But anyway, so I listened to this. I was like. So I've been at work, I have nothing to do, nobody's giving me anything to do, I'm so fucking bored, out of my mind, and I'm tired of listening to the same, like, ten albums on repeat on my own. Oh, well, what you're supposed to do is what Alex does, and listen to hundreds of episodes of Doughboys, and become a different person in the span of two weeks. (laughs) I don't understand. So, um, I downloaded Audible, got my first free audiobook, uh, and, um, it's Dragon Riders of Print. I had my eye on it for a long time, um, just because it was, like, supposed to be some kind of sci-fi fantasy classic series. Mm-hmm. Um, How long so was it? Like, about listening. nine hours, I yeah. think. Ooh. I think the actual book That's is, like, like 300 shift. pages or something. Yeah, yeah, so, I listened to, yeah. to it in two shifts. But, wow. Well, now I'm thinking about it, I, I should... Get Audible just for like. I feel like a book is gonna do me a yeah, lot better than listening. It's really to the convenient, guys. If you like, want to sign up hey, for uh, a free, a what's, free up, what's our promo code, Alex? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, you have one. Use Audible sponsors. Yeah. I'll, send that, shit. I'll send that shit to them. I'll send this clip to them and be like, "We talk about Audible on your podcast." Oh, and heavy endorsement. A book I've been listening to right now is called The Fisherman. It's not about a spooky house, but it is Whoa, a spooky it's about book. A spooky, it's about a spooky boat. A spooky oh. fish. <laughs> a spooky fish bitch. Boat fish, fish? Literally, fish. yes. A spooky fish, fish bitch. Like Ariel from no. The Little Mermaid. You think Ariel's spooky? Yeah. In the yeah. real story, no she's... No one else has that many forks. You're, you're oh, a big fan of Hans Christian Anderson? Oh, she dies. That's scary. 
So use our promo code uh, AmateurPodcasters12. <laughs> use our for, promo code. For 50% off your phone. Oh, you know, you know what all the are going to love? Our, our promo codes would all be like, please don't. So, yeah, <laughs> please please don't you. listen to these books. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Please don't listen to books. I want Surf's Up to be the code. Surf's Up would be a good code. Please don't read books. Please don't don't listen. Please don't read. Listen. 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 Do you think that Audible is a good... App because I, I think it's really good. I think, I think that they're app. keep in mind they're our sponsor. Yeah, so yeah. Nice they're, they're a really great app. Changed my life. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't live without them. I've lost yeah. weight. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost weight. Turned my life life around. I'm off coke. I, it I wow. It legitimately would help me work out to have the book to listen to every yeah. time. I've I've been liking it a lot better than listening to the same like ten songs over and over again. Mm-hmm. And um, there's no, like, there are no good podcasts, so you couldn't listen to any other. No. Simply aren't <laughs> I, I find it harder to get into podcasts because I have to get attached to the personalities. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you just listen from the start and listen to ten episodes a day, I'm sure <laughs> you'll probably... Alex is basically on the Doughboy at this point. <laughs> the reason I like Co-Optional so much is because I already knew all the personalities, and mm-hmm. I like them all, and I like how they work together. And, and you're just not ready to love again, which is why I'm you'll never listen to, to another again. one. Nick um, Weiger, come on the show. Oh. But, uh, not we can get it. Let me, let me give a quick synopsis of this book because I I'm not sure if I'm gonna dig it I'm not sure if I dig it mm. Uh, mm. I would definitely recommend audible but this book mm. so it's got like so basically long ago in the future of today spoilers guys um, wait no spoilers for our future yes so long ago in the future of today humans go and colonize the whole galaxy and then they forget about their colonies and leave them to die makes um, sense so this one Reasonable. planet, Pern, right, uh, has another planet that spins around it, and every so often it comes close enough to drop, like, this toxic shit on mm-hmm. the planet. And so the people there, like, breed fucking dragons to oh, burn it so up out of the sky. Oh, wait. Okay. are dragons? Whoa. Nice. Per- Perns are dragons. They, they really, oh, miss, nice. they really miss the opportunity to not call the planet Roanoke. <laughs> <laughs> you know there's but one Roanoke. you off of it. Uh, um, so there's a there's an Isaac Asimov book that almost is the exact shit that Alex is talking about. <laughs> um, but so you you find them like thousands and thousands of years later, and they've reverted to like this medieval society uh, with dragons. Wow! And uh, the planet hasn't come close enough yet uh, in a long time to drop shit on them, so they're all like. Oh, uh, that's not gonna happen again. Uh, so we don't have to do anything about it. I'm sure but it's then, all fine. Right? Yeah, it's all fine. So of course that causes problems. But my, my and all that stuff is pretty cool. And them discovering that and the dragons' abilities to actually like time travel and shit. And oh shit. Time traveling dragons and shit is all really cool. But um. The way they treat the main girl character. Oh no, it's one of those. This is written by a woman in the late 60s. Oh. So I'm like not totally expecting a whole lot. So she was like, but I'm expecting she's an Aunt Betty? Yeah, she's like, she's like, they try to give her like, oh, she's willful, she's strong, she's. But they tell you those things and then she doesn't. She she does sometimes, but then the way all of the male. characters treat her is awful uh-huh. they're like you're the werewoman you're like a special lady but you're not supposed to do anything and even when they let her do stuff they're still like later on they're like why did you do that and then she gets scared of her like romantic partner because oh no he's gonna be so angry i did that even if he's like well, okay with happens. it first you, and, uh, you got uh, home you get home from your miserable uh, factory job Yep. And then you come home, and, and you beat your, your wife. bitch wife doesn't have anything ready for you. 
And I didn't get that part of the video. And TV's <laughs> barely been invented yet, so you don't have anything else. Romance do you have is to just. Do? Oh, I this hate is, it. See, this was when America was great, though. Yeah. Was, it was the late 60s. Go back to this. It was so good. As everyone knows, anyone who grew up in that era all turned out completely fine and had sure. no problems. Right. None at all. Nope. Uh, but yeah, that was my biggest, and it's no, such it's a big part of the book. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the generation before. Greatest generation is the generation before that. Yeah, we gotta keep uh, it moving. Oh yeah. Uh, not not so much dig the book as much. Maybe I'll try some some oh. of the other books, but dig the concept. Dig, yeah. dig the concept. Oh, dig the app. Audible oh. sponsor us. Uh, coupon code. Uh, 69420 surfs. Please, up. Uh, please don't surfs up. Uh, <laughs> please don't rise up, surfs. <laughs> please, please, please don't, don't please revolution. don't depose feudalism. Please don't dump toxic please waste don't on our planet so we uh, have to breed dragons to eat it. For for your uh, first month you free no. free audiobooks no, every month. You could even listen to The Shining. Whoa! Okay, Alex, Alex, what did you do this week? They made a book about that? (laughs) Yeah. No. They made a book about the moon landing. I mean, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Alright, alright, Alex, what did you do this week? Um, So this week, I was uh, playing a little game. Mm -hmm. uh, My favorite video game, actually. Whoa! Uh, Pac-Man? No, I I was indulging in uh, Team Fortress 2's 10th. Halloween. Uh, Whoa! Yeah. Oh, I remember the that. The 10th anniversary of the bullshit they do on Halloween. I which love is the bullshit they do on Halloween. Oh, fuck, no, I gotta no, do no, the no. Halloween oh. event. Alright, so, oh, okay. so since this is, is the, horseman? Since this is the 10th event they've done, there is like like six or seven major updates worth of like just stacked on top of each oh, other no. of content that they're just like, okay, you can have this now. Please, yeah. <laughs> Please take this away. So, um,. They have a playlist of like every Halloween map they've ever done, which mm-hmm. is like twenty-five. That's cool. They do Halloween um, maps. Yep. Wait, they have twenty-five well, they Halloween maps. Yeah, it's because TFT's been around so long. They just have like millions of patches, millions of patches of uh, content. But uh, the Halloween stuff's always pretty special because they just like they just literally just turn it on, and they usually put out an update. So they put it. They oh, added, so there's no build-up. It's just like here. It is. Yeah. So That's they cool. added. Like so, so this year they added five new maps. Um, some of them are reskins of old maps, which is kind of a, a tradition. They give them like a spooky overhaul and add some gimmicks. That's kind of fun, though. Um, a couple of them are like some really great community maps. Uh, they have one that's based on uh, like the camp from uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Oh yes. Whoa. Yeah. Like camp Crystal um, Lake. It so like it's pretty fun. Camp Golden Pond. Or something? Uh, it's actually <laughs> very on the nose. They call it Slasher. That's the name oh, of the map. Oh, that's nice. Great. That's fine. But um, it's okay to be on the nose. Another great thing about the Halloween events is uh, they have a bunch of bosses, uh, oh, which yeah. is really fun because on certain maps, the bosses can just spawn. Do you remember the st- name of the stupid giant eye? Yeah, oh yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> okay. Like the headless yes, horseman. Yes, the, the horseless uh, headless horse. Horseless headless That's <laughs> so good. Because he does not have a horse. The yeah. writers on TF2, it's like they have so much time, like because that game does not require he... a ton of writing, that they have really, really good yeah. bits. When I've watched wait, those wait, shorts wait. more than i played that game. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's wait, so funny. Is he the horseless headman? No, he's the horseless headless horseman. He's the and he also he also does have a head. I mean, it's just a pumpkin, so he yeah. does have a head he's as well. He's the 
horse headless man. No. Yeah, but the, the lore is that he lost his head and now he uses the pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he also doesn't have a horse. Yeah. yeah. Does he use a pumpkin instead of the horse too? I hope so. Horseless no. pumpkin. But uh, and then you can you, you can make this weapon, which is the horseless headless horseman's head taker. Oh, that's good. That's good. But um, a couple more bosses they've added over the years. Uh, Monoculus, which oh, is right, canonically Demo Man's missing eyeball. Whoa. That grew, that grew giant and now <laughs> fights bat wings, right? Uh, it's just that's a floating good. eye. Oh, okay, never mind. I don't know why I thought I had bat wings. That's the blood on the show. The blood god Hillary Clinton. Uh, one of the and then uh, <laughs> uh, Marasmus. <laughs> it's like one yep. of those fucking that's, that's the other, conspiracies. The other big boss is Marasmus, which is uh, Soldier's roommate who hates him. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a wizard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's very good. That's good um, stuff. Like I knew that. All of this stuff has like great writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marasmus has a million voice clips that are just super funny. Um, mm. And uh, they activated all of the old uh, last year's Halloween contracts which are like a bunch of mini objectives oh yeah you, get, you get costume pieces for filling them out it's a lot of fun oh that's alright let's, yeah. let's okay, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I've been watching uh my girlfriend and I have been watching The Haunting of Hill House. Not to, be confused, <laughs> not to be confused with... The Hill of uh, Haunted House. The, was it The House on Haunted Hill? Oh, my or, God, you're uh, right. The Haunted Hill House? Yep. Or uh, the King Mansion. of the Hill? I always get the Hill. Yeah, but it's, it's fucking good. It's on Netflix. I definitely recommend people watch it. I don't want to spoil anything about it, but it's about a family... Oh, that's already too much. Yeah, yeah, that's too much. Off now. But they live in like a big ass haunted house and they go over it, like they immediately put you in the shits. So they show you like the aftermath of like a really fucking haunted night. And sick. it's good. They have a bunch of creepy moments. Not everything is a jump scare, which I very much appreciate. Don't get me wrong, they definitely do sneak them in there. Yeah. But I every jump scare that's come has actually been a shock to me. Um but that also could just be because I'd be like in the spooky mood where it's like all dark, only one candle, oh, yeah. or something like that. It's it's kind of it's with anything that's a jump scare. Like if you're in the mood for it, I don't you think let it's it get cheap. You. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you if you're like being cynical about it and looking for that kind of stuff, you'd be like, oh, that's a cheap jump scare. Yeah. But um, if you're into it, it's like, oh shit. This one had really good ones. There's one where there's an argument being uh, like taking place, and in the middle of the argument, boom, fucking jump scare. Yeah. And I, that that's shit gets good. me really um, good. I do want to say that like. Uh, I, ha- I do have some problems with, like, the, the Insidious movies, but um, watching them in a theater with, like, like you know, after midnight with barely anyone around after putting it together, it's like, oh, yeah. they got some really good jump scares to get in. Because, like, jump scares can be easily put down as, like, oh, it's cheap, it's, you know, it's whatever, yeah. you're, you're not you, putting you any effort into well, scare just the like audience. any other yeah. film device. Um, and I think that those movies, as, like, mainstreamed and, like like, kind of homogenized as they can get, have some really good jump scares in them. Plus, they're way better in the theater. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That, that, I'm sure that added to my experience. It might not have been the same if I'm watching it's it in like, like a living room or something. The sound, the environment. I'm really happy I watched Hereditary in theater in theaters. Mm. Um, it's not just the writing that's good. Like I genuinely enjoy all the characters except for one. One's kind of a dick. <laughs> He'll die. Yeah, probably, yeah. I don't even know to be honest, but it's, 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 I don't really care. It's the only one that lives. <laughs> I don't care what happens to him. I care about what happens to all the other characters, but. The writing is good, which is part of what sucked me in really fast, but it's also, they're so good at keeping things fucking spooky. They do the things that, like, The Strangers does, where you'll see something in the background while oh, they're having, like, the a normal conversation. And they don't call yeah, it. Yeah, no one calls it. T- it's out of focus. You'll see, like, a lady in a bride's dress. I don't know if like, we mentioned that on, on the, our WNUF minisode, but... Yeah. Uh, 
I meant to. That's that's really fun. That's, yeah, yeah. No, that's, I love that when a movie stuff, does yeah. that. And it's also like the cinematography. They have a lot of shots where the background will suddenly come into focus and you're like, oh shit. Oh, that's and so then cool. it won't. Oh, oh no. Yeah, so it keeps you like... like you're like, did I miss it or is it not? That's really I was good. wondering it's, about that because I, it's, a horror TV is kind of a, like a weird gray area where it's like you gotta keep them coming week to week but still... I think the thing is well. it's just because yeah. Netflix completely changed the game when it came to shows. Yeah, that's true. So, and these are all like an hour long. And how how, oh, how really? many episodes are you in? I'm nine and there's ten. So oh, alright. Oh, oh, because I mean like I know um, I'm, a lot of the Netflix originals like they they solicited 13 episodes and then you get to episode 8 and they run out of shit to do (laughs) like uh, so I I would be really interested like if that sticks the landing I would love to I hard recommend uh, at Daredevil at some at some seasons of Kimmy's event as you guys would say I dig it yeah Yeah, alright uh, Cam, what'd you do this week? Right. Uh, you watched The Shining. All yes. right, we can move on to the next segment. I read The Shining and watched the documentary. <laughs> no, I actually have a big bombshell that I've been keeping uh, on down low because I didn't know if it would go through. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not going to be at Foxwoods anymore. I got Whoa. a new job. Whoa. I'm going to be the head cook at a hotel in Colorado. Um, yeah, it's pretty nuts. It's called the Overlook Hotel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, no one knew it was in no, Colorado. I did not know it was in oh, Colorado. I, I knew it, but I didn't put it together. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, no, I'm That's just kidding. Good. I'm going to be the caretaker. Colorado, uh, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yeah. And then I was, no, I was like, true. hey, cook, wait a minute. He yeah. didn't go to school for that. <laughs> he hates that. Yeah, also, I don't think that's a position, but that's what no. Owen says. That's what he says he is. Yeah. So he's head chef. Yeah. I think he says cook. No, yeah. the office is chef. Yeah. Well, when they say when, he uh, when they it. say a couple words, they say cook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Mm. Yeah. Um, but no, actually, I was hired to fake the moon landing. Okay, check. <laughs> All right, anyway, um, uh, no, I... Um, I saw the new Halloween movie, Halloween 2018, and I watched the movie Ghost Watch, and I'm going to quick talk about Ghost Watch, because it's, if you liked WNUF, watch Ghost Watch. Is it like Grave Encounters type? um, I don't know what that is. Oh. What is it? It's like WNUF. Anyway, no, um, (laughs) Ghost Watch is another mockumentary, uh, like, fake TV special that was that aired but it was not it was billed as a drama and everything and there were credits and actors and stuff in it but people tuned in it was on BBC mm. people tuned in mid show and it had the um, uh, what's that alien movie the broadcast the war of the worlds war of the worlds yeah. people were calling so in and being like Yo, I'm, there's a ghost in my house right now. And then, like, <laughs> that's telling, very, that's very because they have a call-in line on the thing that actually worked, so people could call in during the live broadcast and What's tell their ghost, Ghostbusters. Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ghostbusters too. Well, wait. Oh, I don't want to call. Who can I call? <laughs> if there's an invisible man in your bed. Oh. Uh, it's called Ghost Watch. If you have Amazon Prime, you can use Shutter to watch it for free. Mm. I super recommend it. It's aired before WNUF. Yeah. It's like the original like it has the exact same idea except there's no commercials That's cool. it's a local news station it's even because it aired on bbc they say they're on bbc right. which is really cool that is cool so like people if you tuned in you could definitely think it was a real thing it's but, almost like a, like an altered reality like show <coughs> yeah it's it's really good um it kind of it drags less than wnuf because the fun of wnuf is being transported back to that time period yeah. but Ghostwatch is supposed to take place at that current right. year, yeah. so 
In current year. In current year. Um, big recommend. I think it's an hour 40. It's pretty short. So it's on... Uh, you can get it. Amazon, yeah, Amazon Prime. Prime. Amazon. All right. Sure. Um, more shit happens than in WNUF. Mm, and yes. there's... Speaking of things they don't call attention to, you can see the ghost in background shots and nobody else sees it. Oh, Ooh, see, yeah, so that's you, you can see it. And it's... Another last thing I'm going to say is they call the ghost Mr. Pipes because when stuff would happen in the house, the single mom would say it's the pipes and then the kids were like pipes is here yeah mr pipes oh, is that's, here. That's, that's that's i'm actually getting you know right that's cute that's really i love that that's and it's really like this crazy touch. it's this wicked tall bald guy in a dress with one missing eye and he's just like standing in the back of shots Ooh, right. so tall already that. has me spooked out it's there's good stuff. there's a ghost in um in the haunting of hill house that's wicked tall and yeah. tall as, ghost, soon as, he, as soon as he came on screen rebecca was like so what's scarier, like a really tall ghost or something that's tiny? Like I'm scared. Really something is really. Tiny Drake. <laughs> 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 Why did you drop Tiny Drake into like in the background? Of, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, way in the background. At like, Sydney, uh, you gotta do yeah. this for us. Or, or Hunter, if you want to put Tiny yeah. Drake in like where Slender Man would be yeah, in the woods. photo, very faded. <laughs> okay, anyway, um, really big recommend of that if you like WNUF. Amazon affiliate link. Yes, uh, surfs up. In the show notes. Also, please people don't definitely please show you shutter though because they also have that Candle Cove. I mean, uh, Channel oh, Zero Candle that. Cove. Yeah, it's based which on is that it's done. Pasta. It's which is done by the same person who did Local Fifty Eight. Which we what had is it called? Our, oh, I never thought that. We talked That's about dope. that on the episode. Oh, what is it called? Um, I must have it's called uh, <laughs> Channel Zero Candle Cove. Okay, it's based off that creepy pasta Candle Cove. The creepy pasta Candle Cove, which is done by the guy. Oh, he made the creepy Chris Straub. Who did Local 58, the horror shorts that we talked about. So Chris Stroud made the creepypasta? Or yes. He made the sh- okay, okay. I'm not okay. sure how involved he was in the movie. But that's dope that he made the creepypasta. Yeah, that's a really good creepypasta. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so I also saw Halloween 2018. I had just rewatched Halloween, which we talked yeah. about on Did you see yeah. H2O before this one? No. I almost watched Halloween 4 before it, but I didn't end up doing it. But I also watched Halloween 2, yeah. which is pretty damn good if you yeah. like Halloween 1. Did it have any hot teens in it? Um, I was kidding. You there's, don't well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, like teens, like yeah, but no. Um, fucking uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. The original guy who played uh, Michael Myers is in it. That's the true. original cop is in it too. Mm-hmm. The on like the on duty sheriff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cool. And um, one weird thing they do is if you haven't, s- well, uh, spoilers for Halloween two. Dr. Loomis dies in Halloween 2. Right. Mm-hmm. But then he comes back in Halloween 4, and then he dies again or something. But they have this guy that... acknowledge it as all of them are canon? Because I, I remember when they did H2O, which I don't know if they're supposed to call it that, but they called, they they had it written out as H20. They wanted it. They yeah, wanted it as H2O. That. Okay. H2O is set 20 years after, and it completely erases everything that isn't Halloween 1 or 2 from canon. That's, That's what does the Rob... No, this is so the Halloween franchise. I watched the half in the bag this morning yeah. too. Oh. It's been rebooted like over three times. Yeah, yeah. I thought that this was another soft it, reboot. It is. It only yeah. acknowledges the first one yeah. as canon. Yeah. Oh, that sucks because like uh, if yeah, you, what I was thinking is that if you did uh, like a, a movie marathon, you did the original, you did H two O, and then you did Halloween twenty eighteen. You uh, jump twenty years every time. Oh, uh, and you could still do that, that would be a really cool way. It to does do take that. place in twenty eighteen. Yeah, which you is could cool. do like. Place in the current year. Current year. I like that better because that way this Michael Myers didn't get his ass beat by Buster Rhymes. Yes, that's <laughs> true. It's canon. Um, it's good if you like the Halloween movies. It's not perfect. There are a couple 
small flaws. They do a lot of calling back to the first movie, obviously, wow. and referencing the movies that they deemed not canon, which is also weird, but fine. What did um, they do? Like, have they did a girl a, be um, naked? Yeah, they Halloween or... Halloween theme like every second. No, and John Carpenter is on scoring it again. Yeah, and he does a really good uh, job. It's so... beautiful, amazing Ooh, score. Was it not actually... a lot of synth? So well, I mean, the decade has changed since. <laughs> has he? <So? laughs> yeah, instead of synth, there's a lot of trap beats. Actually, <laughs> um, that would be sick. <laughs> so, dude, did you say you ended up liking it? Yeah, it's good. Was it spooky? Um, I a lot of the jump scares are in the trailer. Yeah, I, see it. Oh, I haven't seen that's what I was afraid of. There's some gruesome kills, and some people die that you're not expecting. Ooh. There's one where someone's head gets exploded, and the whole theater burst out laughing. It was hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a is pumpkin it, got dropped. Is it like campy at all, or is do they play it pretty straight? No, it's played pretty straight. Okay. It's good. It's I, it's good. It I, had like a, it I had a coworker recommend this movie to me today. And one of the things they said that made me flip my lid was that there is a reference to Halloween three season of the witch Whoa. in this. Yeah, in, I'm pretty sure there is. It's like uh, a name or something. Well, the, the, the name of the, the company that uh, that like does all the shit. The uh-huh. um, oh, it's it's uh, Harold's Mask. It's or Silver Silver's, Shamrock. Silver Shamrock. <laughs> and they have so the dumb. kids wearing the masks. Oh, I didn't movie. notice. Oh. That's cool. But it's really good. Um, check it out. It's like an hour 40. It's a good movie. Oh, it's so a it's good time. It, under two hours, so it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. check it out. All right, uh, let's start yeah, this goddamn episode. Brief this. break. Much like this podcast. And then we will return. Yeah. Not under two hours. <laughs> with uh, your new job, listeners, at the Overlook Hotel. It's always been their job, though. That's right. Your new old job. New old job. you're enjoying the show, listeners. It's time for another Halloween treat. We've got the famous hunter of all sorts of monsters, Van Helsing, on the phone. With his terrible connection, he's here to tell us exactly what he thinks of those bloodsuckers. Vampires, that is. Got a silver rolly, garlic medallion. Got a bottle of that holy for you undead rats guy who's got a Big steak, and I'm not talking about beef. The only beef I'm talking about is between you and me. Uh, you sucker ass nigga, I'ma knock out your teeth. Across me, find a garlic head under your sheets. Across you, gone with the wind, dust in the streets. Drax, you batshit crazy, you must not know the stakes. Take some time to reflect, oh, <laughs> you can't relate. Let's bring your castle situation to the light of day. Seems it's a hassle with utilities and rent to pay. Drove by and noticed you ain't had no lights today. For clothes sign could be posted on the doorway. Damn, I'm sorry, man. You minions didn't know that. I put you out your misery. Stick loaded gat. Crap. Send you to an eternal slumber. Surgical summer. Got you coughing up blood. You know my gotcha number. You can run, fly, vanish, whatever you can manage. I'm Van Helsing, motherfucker. I'll stay at the advantage. Now drag the werewolf asses, Van Helsing. I'm locked and loaded, I got two nines I'm toting There's a bad moon rising, but nigga, I'm the omen Dome exploding, hunter and I caught in your scent I just saw you loading homies, you don't like how it went Pop, pop, let them fold it up, and I'm not content Call me a preacher, cause I'm not quitting till you repent 
New scope faded, I got you in my sights Already came in your wife, now I'ma come for your life That's right, I fucked your bitch, you don't think that's likely? Take a look, how your pups look so much like I threw her a bone, busting shots, firing quick And I won't stop, not until I hear that click And now you sick, I gotta put you down like old yeller You could pick your poison, got wolf spin in the cellar Silver chains decorating my chest All I need is one, but you know Jabril like flex You know I got silver guns, so why you think you can step? I spray you down, got you bleeding Smell like dogs that got wet. In all disrespect, your pack not even a threat. But all you heathens to sleep a last trip to the vet. And bet, I got you shaking like your Michael J. Fox came at your neck, left your pack screaming. Oh, what's in the box? Because you're unpausing. So this is the button to be used on pausing? Yes. That's what you're telling me? That's fresh. You know what I should play? Resident Evil. Ooh, that's a good game. Alright, welcome back. We're doing The Shining. We're doing a nice, quick treat or defeat before we start. See, listeners, tell me if you can tell what's in this. Alright, email us. Pause the show, email us. Treat ASMR. Um, this is Nick's pick, so I can smell it. Uh, it's um, pretzel pieces that are flavored pumpkin spice. Uh, yeah, Snyder's brand. Yeah, pretzel you know, you know this brand. Snyder's you know what of, of Hanover. You already know what it is. Sourdough mm. hard pretzel, pumpkin spice flavored. They usually just sprinkle a bunch of shit on the pretzel. Where's this Snyder's of Hanover? Yep. Is that like uh, the next Elder Scrolls location? Nice. That's you good. know, these aren't that bad. Not, Not bad. bad. They're not salted, I don't think, which I, is a big plus. That's, yeah. yeah, that's where they make it. I expected right them to be salted. If these were salted yeah. pretzels, they would not be very good. These are a good movie snack. Yeah. Mm. Even a party snack, snack, I feel like. It's like yeah. lightly sweet, like pumpkin is, and I think I that that... for the Halloween party. You only really have the, the salt from the pretzel itself, yeah. which they I think is also grinded. also kind of look like potpourri. It's like a mild okay. sweetness. <laughs> that's It's very good. Oh, yeah, this house, is actually super good. My house. Yeah. Not this is definitely babe. a treat. Not too bad. Potpourri, it smells up your house real good. Yeah. Wait, so I would it. put these in my house to make my house smell good. And then you can smell eat it. Smell like pumpkin. And then you can eat it. When I was a kid, I wanted to eat potpourri, and then I found out you can't. Yeah. Well, you so can. can. <laughs> now these are these are Snyder's brand pretzel pieces. Yeah. Oh, these are really good. Yeah. I used to get the jalapeno ones and the buffalo ones. It's when like I was they just college. shattered a bunch of pretzel rods, and that's kind of what you get. Yeah. I would always get the ones that would make your breast smell horrible. I guess that's all of them. Yeah, but, that is yeah. all of them. The honey like, mustard ones I'd see at people's house a lot. It's a bacon one. It's a very snackable little piece, too. Yeah, this is a treat for me, for sure. Yeah, same. I think that's like a hard treat. Oh. Hard treat. They are pretty hard. treats. Alex, this should actually be hot. A hard treat. It matches the bowl. If these are just normal, like, mini-style pretzels, I feel like they wouldn't be as fun to eat. I'm a big fan of this format. Yeah, the pretzel piece is definitely the way to go with this. Um, all right, welcome to episode 237. That was a We're gonna do The Shining this time. You're jumping all over the place, man. <laughs> uh, a couple so weeks ago, it was. Oh, no, I'm sorry, episode 217, so, if we're going so, by the book. Uh, I'm Did they really change the room number it's in fine. the book? I can, it's, 
So, uh, Cam has requested that every time it's his episode, he wants to change, the, pick whatever number he wants. Uh, he got to do 300 last time, yep. and this time it's uh, 217. Yep. Or, two, or, three, three, or 237. He picked two numbers because yeah. he's so special. <laughs> You know, when it's someone else's story. episode, I don't have to change the, the URL for the episode <laughs> in, uh, on SoundCloud. I, I assume you're putting in 200 fake episodes also with no content, so this <laughs> right, comes right. up in their feed I, I just later. had uh, empty slots on iTunes, and yeah. iTunes is very mad at they me. They charge per slot, of course. Yeah. <laughs> this is costing us billions. charging me. I've heard from other podcasters that that's apparently not what they're supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, do. we got screwed in the handshake deal. <laughs> <laughs> we also have to take all responsibility for LineWire, which I didn't understand yeah, why that's we... That's kind of incredible, because we didn't have anything to do I'm with I'm going that. to jail for years. I downloaded a Linkin Park EXE 15 years ago, <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm in real trouble. Dunk it, Alex. I, do it. Was, was George's hand motion suggesting I dunk this? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Alex is going to dunk one of the pretzels. I thought you just wanted me to pour these in, because these are very small. Oh, Eat them like cereal, no, Alex. <laughs> what, tell them what you're drinking, Alex. The pretzel pieces that I have are too small to dunk, so I will have to... We're drinking an apple cider and caramel vodka. Because we're cozy, it's the winter, we have a whole hotel to ourselves. We're just going to relax, huh. write a book, That's watch some TV, going to finish my novel. I don't have to worry about that kid whose arm I dislocated in school, where I used to be a teacher. That's in the book. Just an um, extra little... I kind of figured yeah. that he, he got kicked out of school for curtain. Yeah, I think they, I wonder, no, he dislocates a student's arm. Oh. Oh, yeah, whoa, wait, because, really? Yeah, because he runs a debate team, and one student is really good, and he doesn't like how smart he is. Uh, Torrance, Jack Torrance, doesn't like how good he is, or confident he is, I think. Or no, he stutters, that's what he doesn't like about him. So he kicks him off the team, even though he's the best on the team. And then the kid slashes uh, Jack's tires, and he dislocates the kid's arm, and he gets uh, fired from the school. Doesn't he do something with no. his kid, too? I could have sworn he yeah. dislocated yeah, he, his kid's he, arm. Now yes. is that, Did he break his kid's arm? Now, that's, no. is that a change made to the movie? That's he, what I'm unsure about now that I'm saying. I don't I know they, they if must he have, like, they, I think just the movie switched it. Yeah. Not switched it, but like... Well, they wanted uh, him to dislocate someone's arm. What is it so when you... Uh, combine? Combined it, yeah. I actually, I think the school paper thing is still in the book, but you're right. Yeah, I think they just combined the two in yeah. one inciting event that yeah. kind of changed Jack's yeah, life. Yeah, I, I figured they don't mention in the movie why he wasn't a school teacher anymore, but mm. I figured they might have found out about his kid or his drinking problem. Or yeah, in the book, he also um, it's implied that he runs over a kid in his car, drunk driving home from the bar with his friend. Right. Yeah. They're like. Classic Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for him, yes. So. Wow, he's worse in the book than he is. Yes, but he's also better in the book, too, yeah. because in one thing Kubrick doesn't like about the movie is that from the beginning you know... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, King. Kubrick doesn't like it either. Yeah, he hates it. He hates his own movie. Um, he doesn't like that Jack... Uh, Nicholson just gives off an evil vibe. Like he can't he's, he's seen, yeah. such a good actor in yeah. that sense. He can't be seen as a good <laughs> he person. He can't turn it off. No, he's always a so murderer. Are we like just gonna keep doing discussion format? Yeah, no, we should probably give a, a format. Yeah, let's do uh, the... let's, let's give an intro on the film. Yeah. If you haven't seen it. Yeah, so this is a movie about a hotel that's evil and has ghosts in it. And then 
Now, um, how do we actually describe this? A guy who this is a movie used about, to be a teacher um, wants to write a novel, so he takes a job um, being the caretaker of a beautiful hotel in Colorado that's only open in uh, the summer. Summer, I think it's summer, spring, from, fall. From, it's May, from May, to May to October. May to October. It's a three-month okay. season or a four-month season. Yeah, which is insane, but mm -hmm. whatever. And so he's supposed to keep up the maintenance of the hotel during the winter. Yeah. So he's totally isolated. He can focus on his novel. He brings his family with him, which is uh, both good and odd in some ways, I think. Like, I think this is back in the time where you'd like, oh, the wife doesn't work, and what's the kid going to do? Yeah. It's like, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, also, whatever. I mean, you kind of wouldn't want to be alone up there for five months by alone. yourself. Yeah, or you might go crazy or something, yeah. which would, yeah. that would be wild. <laughs> which is even brought up Unlikely. by the, yes. the hotel manager in both the book and the movie. Yeah. yeah, so the hotel is, if you haven't seen this, I don't know, or you know what this is about, basically. Yeah. You know this movie. This movie's really it's, ingrained in pop culture. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's referenced it's, all the time. It's amazing. It, and if you know nothing about it, you know the thing that happens at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of and, one of the couple things that yeah you've seen sees. the two twins yeah. standing yeah. in the hallway you've, you've seen, heard red rum you've, you've yeah. heard red rum you've seen the carpet seen the carpet that beautiful carpet you know about a dude getting axed to the chest you, you might, might not know, know about, about that, that. Well, you know about the, that was so weird, so weird. <laughs> are we twins I, I mean, you might just be haunted though you, you guys you guys did say come play with us forever yeah. 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 at the beginning we just want to hang out and then there was that huge wave of blood that came into you've got a little shine in you too. <laughs> yeah, no, my grandmother has it. Some places like people. That was Bill Cosby. They shine. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Scatman Brothers is a little different. It's a little more raspy, I think. Who names their kid Scatman? He's always he's, been he's the Scatman. He's the Scatman. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not know the Scatman? He was I born the Scatman. The Scatman scat 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 is right. <laughs> However it goes. Anyway, this movie's great. And the hotel is haunted either because it was built on Indian land yeah. or because, or Native American land, or because murders happened there. So but do you, I think that... It makes sense to me anyway that the murders happened because of the initial curse. You know yeah, what? And so? I think oh, that so just so. made it worse. So yeah. in, in the movie, I feel like it's actually kind of ambiguous whether the hotel is actually haunted or not. Uh, we'll get into that. Yeah, we're I definitely going to talk about that. It's a hard no for me. But um, Nick, why don't you start? Uh, with my impressions of this movie? Yeah, you oh, want to start? All right, I would love to. Yeah. Um, so this movie, uh, this, this comes from the era of horror where horror was just starting to legitimize itself. Because there was a long period of time where horror was considered a B genre. It was like a very popular, very established, if not like maybe respected genre Wait, the, at the very beginning. So like B movie, right? Yeah, yes, B exactly movie. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll cut everything else you say out of this That's the only one you get. You get so like B movie, and that's the only thing you get to say in this whole episode. You pay. Yeah, you I think that, I'm good. You want everything else you sell. I'll see you guys. Okay, okay. Whoa, the guy who played Danny in the movie is actually named Danny. Yeah, Yo, that's why. That's I, why I, he Jack actually, Nicholson is actually Jack. Yeah, that's true. I actually caught that in the credits. Oh. I was like, whoa. That's pretty uh, cool. so anyway, what's this, Wendy's name? Uh, Shelly Duvall. Shelly Duvall. Uh -huh. Yeah. Is she more of a Shelly or a Shannon? <laughs> I have no response. Shandy. <laughs> She's a Chevy. <laughs> Wasn't that one Chevy. of the three students? Shammy. <laughs> That's actually one of the three students. No, that's so dumb. The joke I was going for. Shem. No. Oh, Curly and Shem. So, Shem's up. Uh, so, 
There's a ship, so. <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm stepping out of here. <laughs> so this is. Alex just jumped out of the room. Oh my god. So, so this this uh, movie comes from an era where horror was just starting to re-legitimize itself. This um, is 1980. So yeah. We were talking in the car. I was totally wrong. I thought it was uh, So 79. the late 70s and early 80s is when horror tried to, like, it became like a prestige genre for a little while. Films like The Exorcist. And The and Prestige. <laughs> basically, The Exorcist, Rosemary's and Baby, the and The Shining happened close enough to each other that they were all, like, films with like good direction like a lot of critical acclaim and um like they just kind of brought the genre back to the forefront in a way that like in the 50s and 60s horror was like oh it's just gonna be a stupid movie with a big rubber suit guy and chases people around it's it's just a a movie about a guy in a bear costume sucking the rubber (laughs) yeah exactly i'm buying a ticket (laughs) it's that shit it's uh, it's Forbidden Planet, you know. It's it's some go- uh, some like the horrible thing. shit with Robbie the Robot. Yeah, Planet and, Nine from Outer Space. Yeah, it's it's that. Um, and where then, else would Planet Nine be from? What? Plan Nine. Oh, Plan Nine. I was like Planet Nine from Outer Space. Planet Nine. No, I sure hope Pluto. it is. No. Uh, um, but yeah, you go through the evolution of horror as a genre, and you get to this point where all of a sudden people are like, oh, we could make horror movies that that you know critics like too. That like horror isn't just for. P, uh, for the for the peons with their popcorn with their popped corn to laugh at. <laughs> they're popping Someone corn. Someone make a peon joke, <laughs> please. <laughs> oh, that comic that you send. The, uh, the oh yeah, the, uh, the, uh, we got the Casey Green uh, Magical Realm one. Yeah. All right. So, what do you think uh, of this film? I think that this film holds up amazingly, and it was one of those ones that was under, underappreciated in its time. I don't know if you knew anything oh, I didn't about know that. that. Uh, people did not like it. People thought it was kind of a step back for Kubrick after like 2001 and some of his other films. Like they were just like, well, I mean, you know, everyone gets a bad one. And then almost immediately afterwards, like this, this, when home video is a thing, when people can watch it again, Uh that's when it starts to be a big Uh thing. Like, that happened with a lot of movies. That happened yeah. with, I'd say, horror as a genre. Yeah, VHS like, you know, made horror. VHS <laughs> made much. horror, because you're watching it on a grainy screen with, like, scan lines and shit, and you're you're watching it on your crappy CRT, and all of a sudden, this movie's way better than you remember it. Yeah, it really makes it shine. Yeah, where this movie really shines is, I think, the... Oh, I, think I think this movie direction. really is, though, like a shining example. It's of a shining horror example of horror, really. Could be. Yeah. I do have an argument it's about a real Nicholson the definition of, a of horror. <laughs> what? It's a, real, it's a real jack of all trades. It's a total Scatman Brothers <laughs> Dick Halloran classic. So, uh, real sidewinder. I've seen this movie before. Uh, this was my Shut third time. This was my third time watching the movie when I watched it for this show. And I've also read the book, which is going to come up during a couple of things. And I think that watching la- the previous time I watched the movie was the first time I uh, watched it after reading the book. And I think that that really improved my enjoyment of the movie. Because there, um, Kubrick first said he wanted to make this movie after reading the book. Like, it was one of the things where he was just like, oh, I have to make this it's movie. Kind of a, it's kind of a boring story because I've seen that so many times. Yeah. When you check IMDb trivia, it's like... As soon as they read the script or the book, they're like, "I've been dying to make this," and yeah, like, yeah. then I made it. And it's like, yeah. "Okay, that's every that's how everything is made." Yeah, exactly. It's not that's, interesting. It's not so much an interesting story. But I read like, it and I enjoyed it, so I made it. But for the director to oh. have read the book and not just received a screenplay of it. Oh, that's true. So, like, the director read the book and worked with uh, a woman whose name I can't remember to adapt it together into a screenplay, mm. and then they filmed it after that. So, like, 
you can tell somebody who like there were things that he liked about the book that he wanted to include even if they're not mentioned like Jack has a shirt from the school that he t- taught at yes yeah. and there are references that don't outright explain themselves like uh, to Jack's past and to things that he's done that make sense if you read the book but if you haven't there's still like ambiguous things that are like oh, right. I don't know if I trust this Jack guy yeah. uh, or even to things that um Dick Halloran is saying like he's got he's more of a character in the book yeah the, the, what's um, I was actually I mean, surprised how much he showed up in the movie yeah mm. he's really he's I mean, this, every part of this movie is my favorite part, yeah. but I love uh, Scatman Crothers in this movie. I love yeah, the character of Dick Keller and that he's, he gets this psychic connection or psychic call from the kid that something's going wrong on the other side of the country, and mm-hmm. he's like, okay, I'm buying a plane ticket, and I'm going to stop it. Well, I mean, like, like, like if, you, if, you, if you barely meet anyone in your whole life that, can, that has the same kind of, like, psychic ability you do, and they're like, I need your help, you're like, well, yeah. shit. I saw it as, like... When someone's talking to you, you can understand maybe they're lying or maybe they're exaggerating the situation, but uh-huh. when it's a psychic connection, he knows exactly how bad it is. And that's true. Yeah, that's one way needed. of thinking about it. Like, and they have no chance of contacting someone right. I think it's a combination of what you're saying and also what Nick's saying. We're like, this person is just like me. Oh, I, yeah. This is the first person I've ever met in my life that's like me. So the second person. Second person. <laughs> but, so I have to go out and help. It's yeah. like... It's like meeting somebody that's like, let's say, as good as you are at Super Smash Bros. Melee. Which you just want to have, you yeah. have to play yeah. with them, yeah. you know? It's, the um, last thing I want to say about Halloran is in the book, and the book, um, mm-hmm. is that they do it in the movie too, that's one part they bring over, but in the book, there's a, it's like so long before he gets there, like he gets the call and you go through all the troubles of his there transportation. There are multiple chapters before he reaches There's like them. a whole chapter of him just on the plane, like... You, you really get the waiting, the sense of like, oh, it's taking so long. <laughs> and he's all built up. Which, yeah, which makes his demise so much more heart-wrenching. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. You wait for him to get there. He's the only one that can help, and then he gets there and he dies. I'd say that that is second. something that the, that the movie, like, hand over fist is better than the book. Like, I think that, yeah. um, I like Scatman Crothers, uh, his acting. I think that his character is great. I think that Dick Halloran's character is great. And him living in the book is a great... Like, it's good to have him alive because he is a fun character. Yeah. And he deserves to live, like, as a character. And he's... Like, it makes sense for him to have oh, that moment. Oh, does he live in the book? I didn't yes. remember. Yeah, I didn't, I never he the takes book, them huh? out. You're supposed like, to read he, the book? He's the one who, like... <laughs> oh, he drives them down away. in the snowcat. And, like, he helps them at the very end. Um, and so, also, like... He let's does say that with an axe in his chest? No, he doesn't fucking hit in the book. Um, I thought he like oh I thought he was gonna like Darth Vader it and have like a whole yeah. suit comes back. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, the sure book made out of pots and pans. The book does a lot of really interesting stuff, but <laughs> a lot of the things that Stephen King thought were like intimidating and scary are not. They are not scary. And in I'd, the book, in oh. the book. Did you want to talk about the hedge maze? I, the... I was going to talk about, yeah, the hedge animals come to life, and that's like a big, like, ghost moment that's Instead supposed to Instead of the maze, it's hedge animals. What is, yeah. is, oh, is this, boy. The, yeah. the game Grabbed by the Ghoulies? You remember that game where you walk through, you walk through a hole? <laughs> <laughs> by the Gamble Ghoulies. <laughs> Touching balls. Oh, <laughs> no, you, so, it's any, a game yeah. where you walk... They're the scary moments, it's literally like a jump scare hallway where yeah. you're walking through the hallway and there's paintings and then there's like 
deer heads and stuff like that, and randomly one of them will, like jump scare you, and you have to like mash a button so huh. you don't get so scared you die. It's really just it's, it's funny. We've come a long way. Yes. Um, <laughs> to PT. It's so the same thing. <laughs> can we play PT? I want to play PT. No, they got rid of it. I got it right here. Next um, week. Holy shit. So. Did you know your PS4 is worth worth like five million dollars now? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a flat uh, If somebody bought my PS4 for five million dollars, they're gonna be so disappointed. So mad. We're only probably afford to take it. They, they could afford to fly back here and kill you because of how bad that thing is. Like, oh my god. Hey, I'm happy as PT, but this guy is so slow at Resident Evil. Oh no! <laughs> I was only. It took him three hours. Um, the hedge animals are kind of. Corny, they like, and he uses yeah, a croquet nice. mallet instead of an axe, which yeah. is so dumb. No, oh, it's actually it's good. <laughs> it's fitting for the story, but to just like, all right, to see the image of him going around with that croquet mallet. Croquet mallets look like shit. Yeah, they're they're a toy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's much more things on the head. I think it's more brutal of a death to be killed with a hammer than it is to be killed with an axe. Yeah, but croquet mallet looks so fucking dumb. Yeah, until you're getting and also he doesn't kill anyone with it. Yeah, because he's yeah. using a croquet mallet. As well. Okay, but the croquet mallet is what Jack's dad used to beat him with. Yes, it's book. thematically good. Oh, yeah, but we don't know that in the movie. Yeah, that's yeah. why he didn't use it. I'm just saying yeah. I like the croquet mallet. His dad used to beat him with an axe. What <laughs> 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 well, Scatman Curtis him every day <laughs> when he opened the door and getting back home from school. Yeah, boy. He had to wear a metal plate on his chest. Um. Something that really uh, struck me on this viewing and something something that I had read uh, in between viewings was about how uh, the set designers and Stanley Kubrick worked closely to make sure the interior of the hotel didn't make sense. And I'm like, okay, I want to draw out a map so good. of where these, where these people go and look mm-hmm. in certain locations. And one of the things that I tried to point out to Cam last time that we sort of had a little argument about was uh, when... Dick Halloran is first showing the freezer in the kitchen to uh, Wendy and Danny when they go oh, they, there's a shot of them going in and there's a shot of them coming out and they go in and oh, out the yeah. same door and it's two different locations oh, that's yeah. so good so uh, yeah. Cam, but Cam and I were arguing about it I was like that's a different place and he's like yeah. I don't know it might just be a different angle on the same place or a freezer and, at two doors I think I was arguing but. but they go they don't walk into the freezer they just open the door um, they don't close it, and they, they yeah. Like, they, you're, the the pantry they walk in, yeah. But the, oh, the, fr- the fridge, oh, like, I got what they're you're like saying. here yeah, is okay. all of the meat, yeah. And then they we close it, and no one yeah. 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 like, yeah. yeah. um, Another great one, one of my favorite one personally is when they they you walk into the lobby of the hotel, you oh. get in the hotel, and then the next room you go in is uh, Ullman's office. Yes. And there's a window there. Uh-huh. And that window can't exist it's if impossible. you map out the whole thing. It's yeah. impossible because of the way they turned when... Oh, and if you look at the front of the hotel and then you look at the lobby, there's giant windows in the lobby of the hotel yeah. that are Which nowhere on the building. You could see this as like, oh, a CinemaSins thing of like, oh, they mapped this out wrong. But no, I, uh, it's, it's very intentional. Yeah. Yeah, I think that stuff like that is really dang. good just because these right. little things, if you are noticing mm-hmm. them or upon rewatching it, you're noticing it, Help add to like your uncomfortableness yes. while you're watching, which is um, good. Yeah, you want your viewer to be uncomfortable. You want them to feel something, because uh, then it makes them more vulnerable sense to like the scares. Yeah. And so yeah, sense of unease. What what sense of? Um, who, who was oh. it in the chat who said that <laughs> none of the rooms? In, yeah. So <laughs> Nick, Nick said that none of the rooms in the hotel look like they belong on the same planet as each other. <laughs> yes. Um, and I mean, that's. 
That's definitely very like I I noted that it's a very seventies chic thing for all, mm-hmm. like a bunch of rooms to have like bold colors and look very different from each other. Yeah. But also like the styles are just so out of whack with each other that you've got the gold room, the gold rooms no like big kind of like art gold deco like designed in the twenties. Yeah, art yeah. deco ballroom, and then you've got like some more modern stuff. I mean, modern for the, the time. very seventies green. You've bathroom, got the weird like the stairs up to the room that they're staying in. That are like there's a door that they open and there's a tiny little set of stairs up to a landing and yeah. then the bathrooms on the side. Like yeah. it's the whole and employee living office. quarters makes no sense to me, yeah. but I've never seen a, in a hotel employee living quarters, yeah. so I don't know if they just try and make it like a, a boat where it's really compact, yeah. mm. just to not use up space. Yeah, but that's something that I would say is a massive positive for the movie for yeah. me because... It makes it look, again, more confusing, more maze-like, yeah. you can't tell where you and are. And I don't know if you've, uh, like, if you guys can think of a dream you've had yeah. where you've gone from one location to another, oh, yeah. the mm-hmm. transition doesn't necessarily have to make any sense, mm-hmm. Right. and dreamlike is not necessarily what they were going for but that's the way it can feel at times it's where it's like none of these things are connected except in your mind where a joke I, I said earlier that I'd like to get on recording is that the, the hotel looks like it was designed by a blind child who's prejudiced against Native Americans <laughs> it's a fucking disaster like, every room is ten different colors and none of them match and they all have Native American theming and, and, yeah it's like so bizarre quick um, funny thing that's I don't think it's okay so Relating to how the hotel is like designed and all that, mm. it reminds me of how it's not necessarily object permanence, but cats have trouble understanding that two doors can lead to the same room. Ah. So you can like there have been observations of cats like say their food bowl is inside the kitchen, right? Yeah. But there's two ways to get inside the They'll kitchen. They'll always go in one way. They'll go in one way, and then say if they're like, okay, so my food bowl's not here. They'll be like, I know. I'll go to the other room where my food bowl is. And <laughs> go into the other room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go into the other door. And they're like, oh, it's not here. Weird. Still not here. Better check that first room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's hilarious. Back, back on the dream thing, uh, I with the um, with the pantry or the freezer mm, yeah, being in two in smart. two different mm. locations. It's not even in two different locations. It's they open the door and the hotel changes around them. Yeah. yeah. It, that, that's like um, you that's know cool. in a in a very cool. In a dream where you're in your own house, but nothing in your house is located in the correct place. Yeah. Or you're in, you think you're in somebody else's house, but it's more like your house's layout. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like that. Yeah. And I'm going to say the only thing that I, the only thing that I, negative that I can say about this movie is something that isn't even in the movie itself. It's like in the production of it, which is the way they treated Shelley Duvall to make this movie is not necessary, necessary to make all. a good movie. Hey guys, Such you notice how she looked shit. genuinely scary? Yeah. Or genuinely scary? Or as if she had been crying for or, or like, know, the past you know, three hours. You know how yeah. Shelley Duvall acted like she had been abused? Yeah. It turns out that wasn't acting. Uh, <laughs> the, the director and uh, he instructed the production crew as well to do this basically verbally and uh, emotionally abuse her for the entire production to try and get her to act the way she does. That's pretty shitty. Yeah. yeah because it, And it was very convincing. Totally. And she basically quit acting after this because it treated her so badly. Yep. Another, um, so the example word that I, I think is the most famous is the scene where Wendy is swinging the baseball bat at Jack as he walks up the stairs yeah. at her. She had to do like hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. Which, wow. I mean, also you could say that that's also torturing... A jack or whatever, but I think it was specifically they were saying Wendy was doing it wrong, so yeah. they kept making them redo and it. It's again. more of a physical yeah. strain on her than it yeah. is Jack. And also, Kubrick was allegedly praising Jack Nicholson. Oh, really? Like throughout that, like, oh, you did it great, Jack, you did it perfect. Uh, Shelley, 
we gotta run that again. You didn't do it it's right. Your like, fault. Yeah. Another um, quick story is uh, I think I heard that Scatman Crothers on his next movie worked with um, Clint Eastwood, I believe. And call him Edward or something? Mm. <laughs> oh! Uh, no. Oh, 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 Clint Eastwood probably did. Probably but, did. Oh. Um, no, he... Clint Eastwood is notorious for doing things in one take. So he did... Uh, Scatman Crothers did a line and then Clint Eastwood was like, great, next scene. And uh, Scatman Crothers broke down crying because he was so happy that it was... Like, <laughs> legitimately, it was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's saying that so, it would be that torturous. Uh, Stanley Kubrick's ghost, this movie is very, very good. Oh, he's dead. But, fuck. Yeah, he's extremely oh, dead. Right? Get, he's owned. dead. Get owned, dude. Rest, rest Directing some of the greatest movies of all time, yeah, but you still. Uh, uh, sweet KD, not. Oh, in one? Oh, in one, dude. You're so bad. What? Uh, yeah. Um,. What if on your tombstone to add your KD? <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to I want to shout out my favorite scene in this movie, which is uh, the barroom scene with Jack. Uh, oh, that was so good. It, which one? Uh, yeah, the first one. one. The first barroom scene with Jack, where he walks in and he, as Cam pointed out, very on the nose, says, "I'd sell my soul for a glass of beer." <laughs> I'm like <Yeah>. unbelievable. <laughs> Says that on foot viewing, I noticed. But the entire scene that follows is really incredible. Just ridiculous. Um, I love that bartender. Yeah, Yeah, Lloyd. Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jeeves, the old boy. Oh, no, that's the other guy. No, Jeeves, he he calls, um, what's his face? Good. But if if any any scene in this movie, if any scene in this movie is your favorite scene, you are correct because they're all good. Like the one, the one where he's having the interview at the beginning. Like about this job, I love that scene so much. Oh yeah, yeah. that one's really <laughs> relatable because he's had. Jack is terrible at trying to pretend he doesn't fucking hate Ullman. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. moment he sees him, and Ullman doesn't give a shit. He just <laughs> seems to be like that with everybody. Yeah. Uh, something that I like about the difference between the book and the movie is Ullman is a snivelly weasel in a different way in the movie than he is in the book. And yeah. like he's like used car salesman in the. In the, in the movie, movie it just seems like, like he wants to clock out yeah, like, in, the yeah. Movie, like, yeah in the movie he's like used car salesman who wants to clock out yeah. and in the book he's like snob who cares too much about his job yeah my beautiful yeah. hotel don't yeah. mess up my yeah don't mess up my beautiful hotel yeah. don't forget to check the boiler every 45 minutes yeah. and then that becomes a plot Jack point Jack sure does do that he and nothing sh- bad happens right yeah. uh, so um, I'd say this movie is an unambiguous positive I've talked for way too long Seb what do you think of this movie so I am not a big horror Movie person, not because I. Could you say horror. that again, you Canadian? <laughs> say that word again. Where are you wrangling? It's horror. Horror. It's horror movie. Horror. There's some horror minorities moving in. The horror. There's some popcorn at the cinema. <laughs> my mom. This my mom and I used horror movies. But I parked my car at the theater. I parked my car at the Cardinal Hooken. That's some inside baseball. <laughs> this is a inside um, the car. Um, so, I'm not a big horror person. Horror. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a big Stay right. person. Uh, not because I don't like it, just because I just have never looked into it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was me, and then, now I have an obsession. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wearing a horror shirt. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I watched this last night. I turned all my lights off. I watched it in one sitting. I didn't... Uh, 
normally I'll watch a movie, I'll like pause it, go do something. I was gonna say, as wow, you watched it all in one sitting? <laughs> as you well, typically I didn't do even do No, I'm serious, I didn't even do that. I watched an hour, an hour and a half. And no, it's finished. really hard for me to sit down. for two and a half hours. Straight. Right now? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I watched the whole thing at once, um, and I turned off all my... I, Put down my phone. Whoa. I put down my sketchbook. For two and a half it's hours. The current year. This is my Whoa. favorite movie, and I did not do that. <laughs> um, but you've so also I, already seen it, though. Yeah, yeah I well, haven't true. seen it before. It's too um, long for you, Cam. Yeah, you're, I wouldn't watch. You this can't show. watch something that's more than two hours. I won't. I'll turn into a uh, uh, pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be good in this situation. <laughs> be thematic. Um, so, did you watch yeah. it on your laptop, or did you watch it? I watched on... it on my TV. Nice. I was um, hoping everyone would do that, but I didn't. I have a uh, Chromecast, so I have like Netflix on my phone, my phone. and then just like you just play it. it my Chromecast on nice. my TV. Um, I I love my Chromecast. Would recommend uh, ten out of ten. Google sponsor us, Zach. Yeah. We know you're listening. Zach? Uh, KK's boyfriend, Zach, works um, I think it's oh, Alexa. Okay. <laughs> Didn't for sure Zach! <laughs> he worked at Google for a little while, but I'm pretty sure he works at some other horrible corporation right now. Uh, I don't think Sponsor so. us. I don't know. It doesn't matter. All right, it really doesn't. Hey. KK, write, write, write it. <laughs> uh, so, um, I love this one. Hey. Uh, I was really stricken um, at first with how uneasy everything made me feel, even before... Like anything started to happen. Mm. Um, just the opening music when they're driving to the hotel is one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's make the it death, opening right? I have to drive on a road like that to get to work, and this morning I was. Oh my god, same. So... I think like like Sidewinder is such like a, it's kind of you know the other character of the movie. You know, it's like one road to the hotel, and yeah. it, when it snows, they're like, I'm not fucking plowing that shit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so we're gonna have one crazy person um, stay here. And but it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't just that. It, it was the uneasiness and the awkwardness like the stiltedness of every single adult character's interactions with each yep. other when danny's talking about cannibalism in the car yes. oh, yeah i yeah. like, saw it on the tv yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nobody oh, likes each other likes each other nobody is comfortable with each other yeah not even the family with themselves it seems like, like wendy and jack have like an arranged marriage it's so yeah. weird well, I, they're I like given this kid. she's definitely like the way she's so submissive and kind of like docile mm-hmm. is she was abused in the past that was his drinking problem mm-hmm. um is is how i read mm-hmm. that yeah and um, that's it makes sense that way in the movie but in yeah, the book and, they and sort of go into like her being abused by her mother like they yeah. get hello oh, we have a guest on the podcast Ooh. I don't know if the, if the that, that might not have picked up, up on Mike but uh, Oliver oh, friend of the show <laughs> alright let's get that clean um <laughs> no it's in the room or no, no, no he's in the bedroom just yelling from the bedroom doesn't matter just um, wants to hang out anyway so uh I like nobody liked each other and that just made me uneasy like because because there's a natural tension yeah there's already a natural tension between everybody and uh even Danny seems kind of screwed up already especially I mean his dad had a drinking problem he hurt him Mm -hmm. um and all that and it just gets worse as the movie goes on except for maybe um Halloran is very, very kind. Oh, he's very nice, but his interaction with Danny at first, like, Danny did not want to talk to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and at first, he, he's played off as a little bit creepy um, in the pantry when Danny looks at him and, like, yeah. hears, it's like, like, you like ice shine. cream, don't you, Doc? And, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, no, dude, we got a pedophile on our hands, but no. no. Um, no. He, no. He's, he's the only, like, unambiguously good character yeah, in the Yeah, he's the movie. only good person in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, besides rats. maybe Wendy. Yeah. Um, yeah, Wendy's yeah, good. But yeah, and then the only, the only like... She's like reluctant good. Like, yeah. 
No. The, the only amiable yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, interaction characters. She wants to be back. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, no. The only time characters are actually getting along are uh, when Wendy and Danny are interacting. Mm. They're playing in the snow. They're, you know, whatever. They're laughing and, and running. Last one there has to keep America clean. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and that's that's good. But th that's all without Jack, and Jack is already yeah. He's like obviously disturbed already. Mm -hmm. Even though like there's hints in the movie where you kind of want to feel for him, like yeah, you, like you kind of want to qu question it. Like, does he really love Danny? Like he's like yeah. hugging him, giving him a kiss. He's like, I love you. I wouldn't hurt you. And his genuine distress at, at being accused of hurting Danny again. Yeah. Um, I, one, one thing that I, I would like to mention is in the uh, Stephen King's major gripe with the book, I think, was it on mic we talked about this? Yeah, with the, with the movie. Uh, we didn't talk about this on mic. Is that Jack Nicholson is immediately threatening and evil just in his general appearance and the mm -hmm. way he acts. Yeah. And in the book... The hotel very clearly turns him. Yeah, he like, has like a history of problems. He has a but he's problem. not yeah, evil. He, he's he, just a man who like has made mistakes. He's just like misunderstood. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, <laughs> he's a bad guy. No, that's, yes, that's I still he's... felt that way in the movie, even though he was definitely not a nice guy beforehand. Mm -hmm. I think I, you're right in his reaction to being accused of Danny. Yeah. In that he's right, he didn't hurt Danny yeah. this time, and he gets so upset that he's being accused of this. Mm -hmm. And it's, then he, it's half he's, like he's mad. And now he can justify his his, always, yeah. his anger he always has, but it's also half like, no, I really didn't do anything. And it's just I after he, he was like genuinely, yeah, yeah, he was terrible. genuinely terrified about the dream he just had. He just had a nightmare about killing his family. Yeah, and he was crying and screaming about it. So mm -hmm. you you know he doesn't want to do that. Like it's not like he he went there and was already entertaining yeah. thoughts about hurting his family. Mm -hmm. Um and. Well, I think he, he didn't. He didn't go there anyway. No, he was he's always been there. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I don't like about the book that you're mentioning right now is that I, I mean, the movie is that I wish Jack and Wendy showed that they loved each other. You know, a they, little bit. There's very they minor. They try scenes. to do it, but it it's definitely it like very the morning. Yeah. yeah, the morning breakfast scene where Jack sleeps in is like super. It's tense. It's not supposed. Like yeah, it's not meant. Supposed to be. Yeah, you want him to like uh, throw yeah. the tray. Like I kept yeah. watching well, him yeah. dunk his bacon in the egg yolk, and I'm like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> it also could just yo. be because of like yo. the time it was in, <laughs> and I have like a I myself have like an image of like men from that time, especially yeah. in that mm. position. Well, yeah. Was like I'm 11, like, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm always just like, this guy probably beats his wife. Just because yeah. it's like the fucking 70s or whatever. It's like yeah. what we talked about. On, I mean, it wasn't the 70s, but on Goodfellas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very similar. Like, you just kind of assume that all these adult fathers are bad people. Yeah, because yeah, there's a lot of. It will, in history uh, and today, women out. have not really been treated that well, yeah. especially within relationships. Especially by Stanley Kubrick. Anyway, that too. Um, can I can I talk about my my sort? It's Your not really theory. I'd rather not. Oh, theory. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Talk about it's, it. It's okay. So I, I was mentioning before how I felt like the whole ghost thing is mm -hmm. kind of ambiguous, mm -hmm. um, and that's I think one of my favorite parts of the movie is you're you're told there's like a big thing that happened in the in the hotel and you you're kind of like oh no like oh that's gonna be the ghost but the whole time i feel like it's 
the stress of being cooped up alone in that hotel, knowing that stuff has happened, and yeah. already having issues. Yeah, and I think Jack knows he's not going to write this novel. Yeah. Like, this is his last-ditch thing. Yeah. And, and so he just, like, naturally snaps. Well, yeah, it, yeah it, it's not just that about the novel. It's about he had previous drinking problems. He definitely has anger problems. He mm-hmm. shows he's kind of a narcissistic. Bad relationship with his son. Yeah. yeah. But he has good grades and kind of a lone wolf. He's just... <laughs> oh, my um, God. But, like, <laughs> nice the, the people... Quiet. The people who immediately <laughs> have reactions to being in the hotel are Jack and Danny. Mm-hmm. Jack being, we already explained, like, the had a drinking problem, had an anger problem, is kind of narcissistic personality, and Danny already has, like, a weird coping mechanism for having been abused yeah. by his dad. Like, he's got Tony, and I feel like that's, like, a, a weird coping mechanism that he already had. Mm-hmm. And then he starts being affected by his imagination, by the hotel through like there's a little girl who want to play with him oh he went in the thing and got strangled or mm-hmm. whatever um now he's got red rum or whatever and but there are certain unexplainable things like Nick, Jack Nick's big one yeah is the pantry yeah the pantry. so Jack right. gets locked in the pantry yeah. and he is just let out by a real ass ghost like that's but just what happens the thing is they don't I mean? show you that it's kind but of but how does he get out there's no way for him to get out otherwise I know there's no but way I like that, that they don't not... show it yeah. yeah you're right um and but it's... then there's Danny has a premonition of the the hotel before he goes to the hotel yeah, yeah. which is another he's got the shining point. yeah so I guess there's, so, there's that, like, telepathic thing. Oh, okay, thing, yeah, you're right. But, so that's not technically ghosts, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... But the strangulation is the ghost. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and, and then um, Wendy doesn't even get affected until she gets more scared and paranoid and, and she's she sees the around. spirit Halloween in the lobby of the hotel. Oh, yeah, man, I they fucking love that scene Probably so the worst scene in the movie. <laughs> yeah, that that's was not scary. That's a, that is a fucking disaster that that got on the film. <laughs> yeah. Wendy goes, if you don't remember this scene, which I'm glad you blocked it out, but unfortunately I have to remind you, Jack is uh, fucking shit up, uh, Danny's hiding, and Wendy is running around with a knife at this point. Yes. Trying yeah. to find her son and like get everything together so that she can leave and she runs into the lobby and she sees fucking skeletons with cobwebs yeah. all over them yeah. sitting on all the chairs it's very and good. that's what she screams <laughs> at and she's like oh, no. it's like yeah. a scooby-doo film it's like yeah it's they insane. all saw the ark of the covenant it's yeah. the disney's it's haunted mansion yeah. it is yeah. absolutely the disney's haunted it's mansion so insane yeah. they look at her and they go there's room for one. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold as a bone. It's cold yeah. to the bone in here. It's like she looks in the mirror and there's a hologram next to her. She's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> but despite the um, the strangulation and despite the like being pantry. let out of the pantry, I still think it's kind of ambiguous. Like because yeah, things only happen to people as they become more mentally unstable. Yeah, not everyone's seeing one thing happen. Yeah. Something individual happens to each person. And, and they're all definitely based around, like, what their mental issue is. Yeah. I like, think if they remade this movie, they would try and go for that, I think. Towards yeah. that, like, mental health aspect. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. did something actually happen, or did Jack go crazy? And yeah, and if, if you see, like, Wendy comes in after he's been talking to the bartender, and after he, like, spilled supposedly got stuff spilled on him. Yeah. That didn't happen. Like, you don't see that on his shirt. He's still sitting at the bar. Mm-hmm. He's talking to no one. He doesn't have any alcohol. So... Yeah. I think that's definitely a, a thing that maybe they wanted to do and then they may have decided not to do or... I think that they... I think they wanted just to just enough ambiguity you. in yeah. it 
to, if not to confuse it's up to you, it's up to interpretation. But even it's if, not though. Even if you don't personally book, think, maybe. even if it's you not don't in the movie because he gets let I mean, out of the pantry. Well, here's strange. here's what I'm th- saying is that it's not ambiguous to you, the viewer, but it's definitely ambiguous oh, yeah. to Wendy. That's true. Yeah. She does not know. And there's yeah. no, she's not. She doesn't say, "I want to get out of this hotel because there's ghosts in here." She's like, "I want to get out of this hotel because my husband is going to fucking kill my son." Yeah, and my and son even is when, and my, not. Well. And my son is not well. Even well, when think, he gets, I think they use a lot of the weird stuff just for tone. Like, I don't think yeah. it needs to have an an explanation yeah. or yeah. like there needs to be an ambiguous read of this. It's just there to like set the tone of the the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this might be our first two-hour episode. I because like I really like it's a lot of this discussion. I, if, if this episode goes two and a half, like I will keep it at two and a half. Okay. This is going to be an audio commentary track for The Shining. Hmm. And um, then there's okay, so we're at we're at an hour twenty-five. So uh, Danny has just seen the O'Grady Twins for the first time. Yeah, um, uh, that seems really good. Red I love the that's it's, it seems like a, a technique that is used like way way later on in film, like decades ahead of its time, of like the mm-hmm. quick cuts to the to the murder scene mm-hmm. of them mm-hmm. yeah. before going back to the perfectly yeah. normal Brady Twins. Keeps they, you unsettled. You're like, what the fuck was yeah. that? They really yeah. balance like long and short cuts to mm-hmm. like when uh, Wendy's like leaping through the pages. Yeah. Oh Jack yeah, that goes on that for so long. Yeah. Takes I think forever. long yeah. cuts work, be- in my personal opinion, long cuts work better, at least on me. I get really yeah. fucking anxious on long cuts. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like, they've been on this thing yeah. for so long something has to happen so it's really cool when nothing happens yeah she's like like, leaping through an entire ream of paper and you're like does it end it's all just this and he's been thinking about it making it into different paragraphs yeah I love that I think it's it's partly a symbolism for her desperately searching for any kind of like sanity in in what he's done yeah definitely maybe this is part of the plot Uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) like yeah there's a big uh, 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 what's the word like abstract section in his novel where he writes the same thing for 60 pages Uh, I think that section actually appears in House of Leaves. Hard to recommend, <laughs> by the way. But uh, uh, before I let Alex talk, uh, I also wanted to note the sound design. Oh, yeah. Like, just the um, the heart beating for so oh, long. Yeah. Um, like, at first I thought Halloran was going to have a heart attack. Like, he's laying there and you just hear the... Yeah, he's pretty old, dude. Yeah, so I thought... And the way his, like, face looked, I was like, is he having a heart attack? What's going on? Like, why are we cutting to him? Um, and then it just continues on as things like ramp up at the hotel, and then also the tricycle, like oh, going yeah, across the, the, the floor. Rolling. Oh yeah, like yeah. Wheel. yeah. And that's another no point other of the impossible hallway. I mm. think that's what yeah. starts. I almost the talked about that, but I thought the freezer was a better example. But like, yeah, it is. He just the, the circle that he goes in doesn't yeah. make sense because he, he should be going in just like a regular ass loop, and you can see the windows, and then he goes around the corner to where basically an exit to outside would be, and there's another hallway to like. Regular, okay. No hotel has guest rooms on the first floor if it's a multiple floor hotel. For starters, that's a real motel thing. Yeah, that's a motel. Motel, thing. motel, this motel is like up class place. Yeah. yeah. Well, so he goes around the corner from a place that is clearly like the lobby and the service sections of the hotel to the guest rooms in like a place that looks like it would be upstairs. Yeah. Well, and rooms two hundred, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, on the first floor. <laughs> It Which makes no sense. Oh, yeah. and um, a place that it should be outside. There's so many things wrong with like what he's the the locations that he is going to without climbing any stairs, without getting into any elevators, without even turning more than twice. Yeah, 
and it's it's so unsettling. I, I, that I, has I, to be intentional because no, it would be no. easier oh, yeah. to design a room that makes sense than design. It'd be way room. easier to yeah. design a room that makes sense. It'd be easier to use a room that already exists. Like the set yeah. are like, okay, and there's four walls and standard cubics. Like, hold on. <laughs> you can just <laughs> go to the hotel and film in the hotel. Yeah. No, you have to. And there is a up. real hotel that they filmed this at. Oh no, yeah. yeah. But I know. Pretty cool. I think that is a great because of the fact that it makes you, re- well, I think I already touched on it before, it makes you realize, like, oh, this isn't supposed to be happening. And then it's also, like, makes you think, not not necessarily, like, oh, was this on purpose? But it's, like, kind of doesn't matter. Yeah, it's like, like to I me, I'm always, like, does it, yeah. that's, like, the thing I got into was, like, does it even matter mm-hmm. that all these rooms, like, I know it was done on purpose, but... Was it done on purpose to show you just how fucked up the entire landscape is, it's or like was it done on purpose to show you thing that's happening? In such yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, yeah. Alex, yeah, Alex, what did you think of this movie? Uh, this is a good movie. It's a good film. Um, this is the second time I, saw, I watched it, so uh, coming at it with like knowing everything that happens it was fun. Um, understanding like where this movie gets to, and like seeing all the flash flashes forward, like. Like, Danny's very first premonition is, like... I was like, wow, that's really on the nose. Yeah, Holy shit. Like, You're gonna die. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I don't want to go to the cell yeah. phone, Mom. It's like, why? Tony says it's gonna be bad. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I can say. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a very good movie. Um, I particularly really like the, the direction. I think that's probably the strongest point in this movie for me. Mm. Um, there's a lot of great, a lot of great shots. A lot of the cinematography is just really memorable. It's yeah. so good. That's like, why I fell in love with. I has like I cannot think of many movies where I'm like, like I can remember a specific shot and how like that that was the reason that that scene was really cool. I don't know if I ever did it, but um, uh, I was thinking about. I used to think about it all the time when I would do the deliveries for dinner at my old job at Rich Old People Jail. Some of those hallways because. The building wasn't initially built to hold as many people as it eventually does. So some of the hallways are built in weird ways that spiderweb off the main part right. of the building. When you look down them, I'm like, this is the fucking Shining. <laughs> this is, this is yeah, absolutely the fucking Shining. I don't know if I ever sent you a picture of those, but... How many times did a tidal wave of blood come down those hallways? Never, but <laughs> I didn't use the elevator out wow. of, like, principle. I, so. I went in a hotel recently when I went to New Hampshire that was really... St- Disaster of a design, and I, the whole time I was like, "This is like The Shining, but not pretty." It was like, <laughs> it was like all wood and white. It was like, it sucks. There were yeah, a couple the, dorms at UConn that were that way. Yeah, that I could not figure out. Like Buckley was like supposed to be like a square loop, but yeah. when you go inside, it's not, and there's shit in the middle, and it's, it's like the Denver. You know, it was surprisingly <laughs> creepy, even though it's real basic. What Busby at night was kind of creepy. It's specifically I was never at Busby. Busby, it's a nice place. It, it yeah. is like it's just like a hotel, really. Mm-hmm. A haunted one. No, it's, it's just like a, welcome to the Yukon podcast. Some real inside Busby going on right here. Um, <laughs> but I definitely think it's the Fair. it's the combination of the, the the set design and how like the shots were framed and how like some great tracking shots and all that oh, yeah. fancy film direction mm-hmm. stuff that I don't know anything about really. Yeah. Like him riding around on the tricycle just following him around is just like beautiful. Yeah. If the cinematography wasn't that great then there wouldn't be lo-fi edits of it. So. Oh yeah. Or a million Akira parodies where Danny's riding the tricycle. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. But, but uh, that's that's the strongest aspect of this movie yeah. for me. Like a lot of you guys 
touched on that, but mm-hmm. the fact that it, it they're able to unsettle you just based on just how the film is shot. Like yeah. there could be no characters or dialogue, and you mm-hmm. would still think that something is you off. You know, this mm-hmm. there's not weird. like a shit yeah. ton of scares, but you're always uneasy. Yeah, I think it's yeah. super easy to recommend to people who don't like horror movies. Yeah, yeah. there's like one jump scare. I think I'm when, gonna get into when it. Halloran dies. I don't really think that this is like a necessarily a horror movie. Like, it's not 100% a horror movie. It's a suspense. It's a okay. Um, I saw a great, like, Twitter uh, post like about this where horror. it's like, all right, time to set out to make a list of good horror media. And then it's like five hours like, what is horror? Yeah, no, yeah, really. Yeah, it's, it's so different. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the kind of thing where it's like, well, you can get time to, okay, well, there has to be a pumpkin in it. It was like, no, is it nothing, nothing really defines the genre of horror except the mood yeah. that it puts you in. Yeah. yeah. And even that is sort of suspect. It kind of, it, to me, it made me, it was a, I will let Alex finish. <coughs> well, George, as a bit of a rebuttal, I think the, the uh, there is absolutely no point to even classify That's it. true. I That's think true. it's just, it's uh, a good movie. What kind of movie is this? So, the Shining. Yes. <laughs> so I, I think it's like kind of a pedantic effort to just try and say that this is or is not a horror movie because yeah. of these reasons. I think the only reason how come <laughs> I, I even ever thought of this was because one of my friends and I got into an argument because we were talking about what genre movie puts out the best movies, like critically acclaimed, like just straight up good movies. And I was like... I like horror movies, so but I'm also like, yo, in general, horror, horror movies, movies are kind of bad. Silence of the Lambs, The Exorcist. Silence uh, of the Lambs is not really a horror movie. That's like what, a thriller. What, really? Yeah. 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 It's like horror at the time, I guess. It's like a thriller, like a psychological it's, it's, thriller. It's, 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 this is the exact like genre of horror. It's a little bit different. Genre is stupid, and it's just part of our monkey brain efforts to classify things. More of a comedy. I was. If you really think about it. I was mad because you said crime movies are usually really bad. And I was like, fucking what? Crime Sounds movies like the dumbest <laughs> qualifier for a movie. Yeah, it's, it's like a genre. crime. The crime happens a... in it. <laughs> anyway, uh, my, my point is movie. that genre is fucking stupid. Yeah. So crime happens in It's a Wonderful it. Life, but I wouldn't call that a, a crime The movie's movie centered horror. around crime, guys. Jeez. Well, E.T., that's a September movie, as we all know. <laughs> 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 in the genre of September, yeah. Um, Wind and Fire, but movie. this is a very good. This is a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you have a favorite scene? I don't know. I I'm really partial to the scene where um, uh, where the the ball rolls in from off screen, oh, and Danny so just looks down an empty hallway. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that could be like the trailer for the movie. Yeah, yeah. he's sitting in the that's, center uh, of the that's, octagon. That's, that's a lurky favorite. If of mine. you have not seen the trailer for this movie, go look it up. It's real it, okay. good. Just check it out. Yeah, play it on mic. All right. Yeah. Nick said yes. We're doing. I can dub in the audio. Yeah, we'll put it in the break. Um, but yeah, that's that's a low key favorite scene. I think. Um. One more thing I want to shout out. I we, we kind of mentioned how great Jack Nicholson is in this movie, but he, I think he makes it at least for me. Yeah, so fucking yeah. good. Every yeah. word yeah. he says is so memorable. Yeah, like I, Nick said the scene where he's at the bar, but also the second time he's at the bar and he's talking to the bartender. Just everything he says, the whole "How's my credit in this joint?" Yeah, yeah. I don't have any money. You know, white man's per- white, white man's, man's burden. burden. White man's burden. Oh, right. the camera, dog beat me. Cam requested a bad Jack Nicholson oh, we have this to, episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if anyone's got one, you got to put it forward. Send it to us at, at gmail.com. 
<laughs> please don't please don't cast at gmail.com you want to send us a bad Jack Nicholson I will play it just, on the air just type it out don't even get audio in there. <laughs> type it out and I will read it <laughs> I will read it in my worst Jack Nicholson uh, but yeah that's the two strongest bits of this movie I think he's so the, good. the direction and Jack Nicholson himself I don't know yeah. if anyone else has seen it but there's a behind the scenes thing of Jack Nicholson getting into character I'm doing air quotes of oh. an axe murderer and I'm doing air quotes because he is an axe murderer <laughs> yeah. he just happens to have found acting before <laughs> axing <laughs> but um, it's more like getting out of the character yeah. <laughs> oh I gotta not kill someone real quick <laughs> I, mean, I, pretend. I pretend to kill someone I, yes I'm pretending no, I'm not good but yeah. it's him in the scene right before he's about to break down the bathroom door with the yeah, axe. The, yeah, so he's literally just like shaking the axe around in a room surrounded by a bunch of production people going, I'm a murderer, I'm a murderer, I'm going to kill someone, I'm a murderer. It's like, oh boy, I don't like this. It's really yeah, good. It's, it, the, the acting by everyone is extremely method, whether they did it on their own or it was enforced <laughs> yeah, by Stanley Kubrick. Terrified by Jack Nicholson. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite bits bits of his acting is when he's run, walking around with the axe. His, like, limp, his, yes. like, half limp oh, is, so like, good. so great. It's, like, it's super inconsistent and, like... Yeah, it's way exaggerated. Yeah, it's, it's really good. But it's awesome. You it's can like, make any excuse you want for that, really. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, yeah. like, it's, like, the... It's like not a real limp. It's like super. It's a great. cartoon. Yeah. yeah, it's like he's yeah literally, uh, uh, Elmer Fudd or something. Yes. I give it a pass just because he was like trying to move fast. No, that's why it's good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that it's oh. bad because of that. No, I liked it. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the go ahead, George. I, I said my piece. Who's it? Film. Well. I'm going to just kind of touch upon why the cinematography of this film is great. Well, not really why. I yeah. just very much appreciate... Get out of your film school degree. Let's, let's talk about this. I just... I appreciate cinematography over a lot of things, I realize, because that's mm. kind of what helps spook me. I'm sorry to like, interrupt real quick. The actual quote from the, the behind-the-scenes uh, clip is... Come on, you fuck. Come on, death. Die. Axe murderer. Kill. That's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> a little scary. We're going to do our own version of that in the bumper of this episode. <laughs> but... Cinematography in films, specifically films that are meant to like kind of keep you on the edge of your seat, is key. Because if there's a movie where it's just like, a, well, not necessarily quick shots. I, even though I'm not really a big fan of like quick shots, but those long shots that stay on something or shots that follow you around corners. Mm-hmm. That in specific, I went going around on the tricycle throughout the hotel. I was waiting for something to like pop out behind him yeah. or something like that too. I mean, I've seen this movie, I, like, twice. I think this is also yeah. my third viewing. But I still was like, there's going to be something that I didn't notice at first. Because off mic, I think you were talking about how when you rewatch it, you realize, like, ghosts that you didn't see there at first or different things. There are things that this movie absolutely benefits from a rewatch. I mean, I wouldn't, don't do it back to back. Wait a while, let it simmer in your head. Yeah. And then when you think you're, like, you know... There, I want to watch The Shining again. Do it again, because this movie holds up better and better on every rewatch. Very At least good. for me, it has. It's very... It's just very good. It's just that <laughs> yeah. I have nothing... I have nothing bad yeah, to say. We don't have any fucking about jokes about in this segment, because all we're going to do is talk about how good this movie is. We, when do we have jokes? We, <laughs> <laughs> One more bit about the directing that you touched on um, is, like, I really like in a movie when they'll... Um, they'll show someone's reaction to something like long before they showed the thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. So like when when Danny was on his tricycle going back and forth, you I'm fairly sure you see his expression before you see the twins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he just stops. stops. Yeah, yeah. And he, he just sits like, on him for a while. Yeah, and yeah, that's 
I think that's really strong yeah. in filmmaking. You see, um, you see Danny and Jack react to the thing in room 237 before you see the thing itself. Yeah. yeah. And you don't see it at all from Danny's point of view either. Right, yeah. Which makes it even, I think, like you said, it makes it even scarier. Yeah, because like, did they oh my see God, the same like, thing? Yeah, like, did this woman, like, it... fucking shake him? or? You know, also, there's um, uh, a fun little fan theory that doesn't really change too much about the movie regarding twins and how the way that scene cuts back and forth there uh, may be two women in that room as opposed to one. Um, I don't know if that's... Yeah, that room, I don't remember why that room is haunted. Because that's I not the that employee's room. not explained in the movie, well, that, I don't think. I thought that was the room... I assumed that uh, in the story the guy tells at the beginning... What's that guy's name? I can't remember. O'Grady? O'Grady, yeah. I don't think it's his because O'Grady worked at the hotel, so he wouldn't have stayed in right, one of those I guess. rooms. Well, he like one of the throwaway lines of dialogue was that after he killed the he killed his two kids and his wife, he stacked their bodies in a room. Ah, oh. so I assumed yeah. that was the room. That's, yeah, that yeah, might have been his right. wife. Maybe. Well, yeah, that that, that's be, what that's what my assumption was. That yeah, was that could wife, be it. But, but all I remember is uh, Halloran saying, "There's do not ever go in that room." So right, awful in that room. You're probably right. That's probably that was yeah. That was just my assumption. Some places. I like people. Some shine and some, some don't. don't. I very much like how, like, despite the fact that you're just inside this hotel for like a vast majority of the movie, pretty the, the entire movie, you can tell how deep of a history there is within it, based off mm-hmm. of like the things that these people see and off of what the what you've been told earlier. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, guess what? Some fucked up shit's been going down. Well, and yeah. and going back to the set design I think that it it feels but the way that the the set is designed it feels like it is like several eras of history stacked oh, yeah. up oh, yeah. Yeah. it's a disaster yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and um, all the black and white photos everywhere like it's really one of the black and white photos that. is of a um a battle a Native American battle where it was like a massacre yeah. and it's right. like yeah. why would you have a commemorative photo of that I think, yeah. I think no it's just sense. like this is the history of the hotel and actually uh, I wanted to mention those those photos there's several times where they're talking about, especially the first, uh, when he's, like, leading them through yeah. the hotel. Like, he talks a little bit about the ho- history of the hotel, and it pans over a wall with those black and white photos. Yep, and I yep, thought yep. that was a really genius shot. Yeah. And then when you see at the end how Jack is in one of the photos yeah. somehow yeah. from 1920. That's another... I wanted to bring that up, like, at the end. Well, yeah, I wanted to get everyone's take on that. Yeah. Oh, oh so Cam and, I, Cam and I had a big right. fight about this one. Nick and I both uh, love this movie, but we just we'll argue about it, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Up. Anyway, George. Yeah. Um, how'd you guys feel about, like, the maze scene? Uh, Ending maze one? scene or first maze scene? Ending maze scene. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it too, but it was like, I liked it, but it made me almost too anxious. It was weird. Only because of the fact that it's a kid. I get really weird yeah. about kids in horror. Like, ah, is that why you goosebumps so much? Because there's never a goosebumps without kids in it. Maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, they never die in it either. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. You gotta go to Are You Afraid of the Dark for that. Um, check out yeah. Halloween 2018 if you want to see a kid get his neck broken. Ooh, Same. that's yeah. a teaser. It's yeah. like it's I, the the defining moment that you're like, oh, Michael Myers is not here to fuck around. And you're like, oh, well, he won't kill this kid, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't care so much about the kid actors. I mean, I don't care so much about the kid characters, but I care about the kid actors and how they're treating them on set and how they react to Oh, and that's to the real horror? Oh, is that no, what you're no, 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 not like that, but, but, like, how do you present what this kid is acting for I to the kid? I have an interesting tidbit that exactly lies into this, uh, this film. Okay. Yeah. Um, Danny Torrance was under the impression that he was filming a comedy. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and so he was not told that this was a horror movie until he saw it years later. 
I was like, fuck. <laughs> Which is wild, I don't know. I mean, as a kid, I guess I you just that's, believe that's whatever great, though, Because I, I've, a lot of stories about working with kid actors are really interesting because you kind of have to they're not going to understand story. everything that's going on in the film or everything that has to be done to make yeah. the film yeah. so you say can you act like this and that's not what's happening in the story it's or whatever the, the opposite of what they did to Wendy it's like yeah. reverse method acting it's yeah. like you yeah. tell them they're doing something else and then yeah. you use that but yeah I liked it and I also really liked how he was just like such a fucking smart kid and started to walk backwards in yeah. his steps oh, and so I, I satisfying yeah I yeah. think that I get a lot of satisfaction off of like Yo, they're gonna fucking make it out of here. Mm-hmm. But then I also get that's satisfaction of when it's like, oh, just kidding. Yeah, I kind of like that yeah. too. Last uh, last week or the week before, you and I were talking about the strangers and why why we thought Cam would like it, mm-hmm. and um, that was the thing where it's like, oh, uh, sometimes when a protagonist of a movie is dumb, even though it's probably because they're scared out of their fucking minds, yeah. and there's yeah. plenty of reasons for them to make mistakes. When you in your couch in your comfortable couch in a well lit room go. I would have done something way smarter than that. Uh-huh. Sometimes it takes you out. But when you see the characters acting in a way that maybe you couldn't have even anticipated, like you wouldn't have thought of that, you're like, oh, I wouldn't right. have thought of what he did. I, I would have just kept running. I would have like, yo, I'm going to run through the hedges oh, or something. And, and, and then, then he followed his footprints back to get out. Yeah. Yeah. So perfect. <laughs> oh I think it checks God. all the boxes. It's like, okay, he's been in the maze before. Yeah. He knows that it's a maze and he knows how to get out like because of his footprints. Six. Yeah. It is wild. And he knows that, and Jack, he like, you kind of know that he knows that Jack will follow him in there, even though it's a terrible idea, and it's mm-hmm. horrible outside, and even if he did kill Danny, he might yeah, not find his way out. Yeah, why did any of those people get hypothermia, except for Jack? <laughs> Jack, <laughs> Jack, you know, Jack? Jack, Jack Danny was really out there for, for ten minutes at most. Oh, yeah, but they, they don't have jackets right. like when they're in the That's snow true, how, right. how the fuck do they get down the mountain? I want to go back mm-hmm. into... Yeah. How, well, they, they, maybe they just don't end up super well off when they're trying they to get down. Yeah. Maybe they do die. Or, I mean, I if you're on a snowcat, you don't necessarily have to take the roads. Maybe there's a faster way down the mountain than just try Did you see the winding road. Well, when Scatman was taking it in, it didn't look like he was on a road. It looked like just a... like a. I think it's just because it's That's where the road is. It's just there's... It looks like it's like a sheer cliff face in the opening. Yeah, that part. But that sure. could be hours before they get. Yeah, there. that that film sequence felt like that was like a. <laughs> It was like a, a car commercial. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I want to talk about scene. what. Uh, it reminded me of something that I'm going to bring up in the uh, in the recommendations at the end of the movie. Okay. At the end I of this podcast. I kind of want to talk about how I feel what Jack was because you guys were saying like, oh, maybe it's like a mental health thing. Maybe yeah. he was always like this, and then it just got worse because he was alone. I kind of like all these new horror movies are doing. Like Conjuring does it. Yeah. And the idea of like ghosts and demons picking on so yeah possession. I'm not necessarily saying that he's possessed, but I like thinking that the ghosts and stuff are pushing him even further. Well, oh, he wasn't, totally. wasn't possessed. It's just a ghost, right? He is? <laughs> yeah, because he's always been there. I like that theory. That's, he has always been a ghost. Yeah. When he married a ghost. Yes. When they I first watched the movie, kid. that's the first thing I said when he was in the picture. I was like, was he just a fucking ghost the whole time? And then I was like, but no, but no, he was yeah. out. Uh. I, I think you're in, that's my canon interpretation. I think that that's like a lot of other reasons. Ones. Yeah, but it's the ghosts push him to, yeah. he's partly possessed by the... Mm-hmm. I think O'Grady he was kind of a piece stuff. of shit to begin with, and then that curse, which is kind of... Isn't it pretty much like the patriarchal figures kill their family? At least that happened with one guy. 
Yeah, which he was saw them as misbehaving. Well, that specific ghost well, also he, pushed him to do he, it. He yeah, corrected But I was that. wondering yeah, whether or not that was like something insane. that was super yeah. consistent, and I couldn't really get that answer. I don't know. It, it sounded like that was the only incident that had happened there. Well, it's the whole there's Native American... It's literally built the on the bodies of Native stolen <laughs> yeah. land. And yeah. the, um, it's, so there's something that's alluded to in the movie, but brought up more heavily in the book, is that as all the other things that have happened at this hotel. It's yeah. not the first site of murders. Um, the uh, It was failing business when it first started and mob money was used to prop it up so they would Whoa. commit crimes there because yeah, they owned the building and, and they could stuff. get away with it yeah. and that's part of where the stuff with the gold room comes from is like the parties were like complete like dens of complete debauchery where mm-hmm. all kinds of horrible things would happen and things would have oh. to be covered up afterwards like furries I'm literally getting to that uh, something that <laughs> makes the TV special adaptation so stupid and the book very silly is that the guests would wear animal masks so that their identities couldn't be proven after they had like done something silly. Yeah. But when the ghosts show up in animal masks, it's really stupid. They do something and, real goofy, yes, like cut so head off. The guy in like a cartoon wolf mask shows up in both the book and the TV special. Yeah. Looks like shit and yeah. is not scary at all in either. But the way Stanley Kubrick interprets that is to do something that actually makes you uncomfortable of like walking in on a scene where two people look like they're about to commit a sex act and you are not invited. Like, this is a very... Even though the door is open when he's like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm, uh... Yeah, that's a really good scene. I think that scene takes uh, a scene that is bad in the book and bad in the TV special and transforms it into something that is genuinely unsettling. I normally hate whenever, like, any type of, like... uh, I know it's a huge trope within horror... But whenever, like, sex stuff is super injected into it, it yeah. obviously is yeah. not in this. There's, like, two scenarios, really. Yeah, in this, there's but sexuality it's... is, like, alluded to but not overt. What yeah. about when he yeah. calls Wendy a sperm bank? <laughs> that's that's uh, one of my favorite lines. That's that's so I was beginning I to think, like, he actually like, cared about her, but no. I, I appreciate so when there actually is, if there seems to be, like, a purpose, whether, it, like, a... <laughs> Excuse me. A purpose that's not just, oh, hey, teenagers that are here to watch this movie, here's some boobs. It's, it's like, I'm going to make yeah. you feel uncomfortable because these people are wearing masks. They obviously didn't want you to see this. And also, like, the fucking spooky ghost lady that was inside yeah, the house. But here's some full frontal. Am I right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a bit of a chicken and the egg situation because, like, it's, oh, this is making me uncomfortable. But I think it started as, like, oh, this movies are anyway. Kids are coming to see it so that they can see stuff that they can't see in other films so we're gonna have the two things violence and sex in it yeah. I don't know if that was the reasoning it was more like it's another thing that, that makes you uncomfortable yeah, yeah more Especially, uncomfortable or but I'm um, talking George is talking about like the, the trope of horror movies yeah, yeah. that's true like, in Friday the movie, 13th that doesn't make me uncomfortable except for now when that girl was not of age in that so <laughs> yeah. now it's like fuck wait well, never mind. Um, <laughs> what are the ones they yeah. had a whole plot out because of this. Yeah, <laughs> sixty. In this one, though, True. I definitely do appreciate how. Uh, I <laughs> would not dance with that at all. No, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, but I, I appreciate how it has a purpose, literally, to unsettle you. It's not just yo, here's some boobs, dog. Yeah, thanks for buying a ticket. It's literally, <laughs> but it could be. Thanks, but it could be. It could be. It it does a lot of things right. Is what I'm getting at. Uh, I know I said before I really see this more of like. I'll say it's a horror thriller. It's like it's not well, straight back to the up. Genre. All right, Jared. All right. Sorry. I'm roll my eyes right out. Let's uh, let's let's Cam, talk about fight? the picture. Can we talk about the picture? Oh yeah, the picture. Oh, at the okay, end. yeah, we gotta talk. Yes, about the picture at the end. 
So, I wrote this off completely on my first viewing. I was like, uh, okay, this is like a weird, like, they're trying to do a dumb twist, like, whatever. I, I didn't I didn't fall in right. love with this movie as much as I had. Yeah. And then I watched it with Nick, and he's like, what the fuck are they trying to say here? And I'm like, eh, who cares? And he's like, no, why is this the last shot? Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all right. Go so long on maybe, it, too. Maybe yeah. hot take. I, like, really like this. No, no, I really like it, too. Right. But I was talking to Cam because... He was art, he was slowly getting to his mode of being a shining expert, and I was trying to pull out of him like what are, what do you think yeah. they're trying to mean by this scene? And he's not giving me shit. He's like, <laughs> nothing. To do. I like. I, I'm with you, Alex. It's very good, but it also sucks. Like I, yeah, I, 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 it was fucking dumb. I don't really care to look for any meaning in it. I yeah. think it's like really cool. But yeah. yeah, I think you could see it as maybe he becomes one of the ghosts. That's what I tell. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's what I was I thought it was pretty clear. I was like he's part of the hotel now. Mm. Like, all these other people that have died or all these other people that have committed these horrible crimes at the hotel, he is one of the spirits. He's one of the 999 happy haunts. Yeah. In this yeah. Maybe I just have to look at the picture longer because I felt like everyone looked from a, specifically from a certain period of time. Oh, that's a good point. So, and then to have him just interject... He's just yeah. wearing a suit. He's not like holding. Yeah. But everyone else felt like it was like in the twenties. <laughs> that would be. Like, cool. he, no, I'm saying yeah. he. He's just wearing a suit, and everyone else looked like more <laughs> on that time. The iPhone X. See the differences between his suit and the. Yeah, I want to. I want. Actually, I want to look at that because if it, yeah. if there is a difference, then that to me is like, oh, I guess either way, it'd be like, oh, he's now he's part of the hotel, but. You want to connect it to, O'Grady telling him or the he's butler telling here. him, he's yeah, you've always, always been the caretaker, but right. I think that's nonsense i think he's the butler is saying you're o'grady now you are the one who chops up your yeah, family yeah, it's yeah. not saying that you've always been the ghost or you've always you were destined to do this you were the All ghost right. with the most here's a hot take or not hot take. The okay um, if if george if we're going with george's possession angle mm-hmm. not possession. Could, it's not possession well i don't know he could be talking to the the Thing that is the spirit. Oh, that's attached to I like yeah. that. Yeah, like you're O'Grady. Yeah, the thing that is yeah. making him do this. Or yeah. the, there has is always been a here. caretaker of the grounds in general. Mm-hmm. I feel like oh, like a spiritual caretaker. You mean? Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's other movies where they have a character speak to like the spirit that's attached to someone. And they don't know that they're attached Ooh, to it. That's good. Um, quickly on the caretaker thing in the book the hotel literally talks to Jack and Jack is supposed to take care of the boiler in the basement he's supposed to let the steam out or else the hotel will explode basically (laughs) the hotel says Spongebob why didn't you write yes literally no it's literally that so (laughs) every time he goes in the basement he finds the old records of the mob ties and stuff and he spends all day down there Ooh, cool. reading like the records yeah, going and through then, these things that have happened to this hotel. and then he's about to walk out he's like better empty that steam and then one time he doesn't do it and he's out in the with the hedges chasing Wendy yeah. and Danny I think yeah. with the croquet mallet um, and and then he realizes also that's this is one thing that fucking like it sucks yeah, yeah it sucks <laughs> uh, so uh, Jack gains control of himself at the end of the book and yeah, is like no go, I, I can't let this horrible, evil hotel continue, and it, like, fucks up the boiler to intentionally make it explode. Oh, is that right? I remember yeah, it being a Spongebob that. house situation where the yeah. hotel's well, like, it, it I'm was gonna all, explode. It, it was ready to explode, like, mm-hmm. already, but he's like, oh, no, like, uh, Scatman Crothers, not not this one, but Dick Holler, <laughs> no, Dick Holler, Dick Holler <laughs> showing up and being like, I have to save your family from you, makes Jack go, oh, 
I'm the problem. I, I, I'm, I'm Banky. I'm, and, and, he, and then he goes into the basement and is like, this hotel is making me do this. I can't let this hotel do it to anyone else. So he is like, it's like an unambiguously heroic moment. I could see it as a misogynistic thing. He deserves that as Because he's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, he doesn't deserve redemption like that. He doesn't deserve redemption like that, but it's But in the book, he almost does, because he's a good person. It makes more sense in the book. Well, he's not a great person. He's an okay person. He's a guy that does bad things. Because he was drunk. Yeah, he was drunk driving. And he may have run over a kid. They drove over a bicycle. They never found the kid. Yeah, because yeah, the kid became but a ghost. That's yeah. one of the he pushed only, a kid like, off the debate team well, and then dislocated the, no. his arm. The kid has always been there. I think, like, it's like no, he's the book, person. they show that, like, oh, he's troubled, but maybe he can, like, come there back. There is yeah. redeeming. He's always yeah. a piece of shit in the movie. Like, yeah. as soon as he comes on the screen, I'm like, all right, he's fucking it would, that As bad as that is in the book, it would have been so much shittier if they had done it in the movie. Yeah. 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 It's good. That's so anyway, we're talking about the TV special next week. <laughs> Jesus. No, no. No, anyway, um, I'm going to give my, my final couple sentences on this. I love this movie and because... And I want you to it, like, talk about uh, what it's like hearing it from us because I know it's, it's oh, special. Yeah. To... It, I, I love this movie. I like hearing people's thoughts on it. Most of the time when I bring it up to people, they say, oh, I haven't seen that. I don't like horror movies or I'm not, in, I'm not a horror movie. Well, it's not a horror movie, movie so it's a... Right, yeah. Oh as God. George said, it's a comedy mystery movie about who done it. It's Jack, <laughs> it's right about... <laughs> Jack. It's Jack. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I'm with you on saying if you don't like scary movies, you should still watch this. You're not going to hate this it's movie. Creepy. It's, it's not creepy. Scary. It's not scary. Yeah. It's one jump scare. I think when people say they don't like scary movies, it's because they don't like jump scares a lot of the time. Yeah. It's also like sometimes the... Well, I could I can also see people like getting really, in really uncomfortable about. by the suspense in this movie, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people just yeah. don't like being uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... If you have a like, if you have a serious reaction to that kind of stuff, this movie would probably be hell. Yeah, yeah. One thing I really I wrote down that I wanted to touch on was if you had an abusive parent, you really might not like this movie. Oh yeah. yeah. The oh, yeah. scene or where abusive director. Yeah. If you were Shelley Duvall. But no, the scene that we talked about earlier, where Danny goes up to get his fire truck from the room. And Jack is in there, and he's just sitting there staring at yeah, the wall. God. And he comes in, and, and he's like, he's "Can like, I come go here. get my fire truck?" Yeah, and he's and clearly like asking permission from yeah, his and, dad. And, if and he Wendy go get is his already toy. like, and she talks like this is normal. Yeah, she's like, "Your dad is sleeping. Don't mm-hmm. go up there." Don't yeah, which sleeping. I think any mom would say, but she's saying it from the point of like, if you wake him up, he'll be angry, and then yeah. he might hurt you. you yeah, know? that's that's my thing. Like, yeah, I mean, like a, a normal, like in a normal situation where. Like, they're sleeping and you just don't want to bother them, mm-hmm. like, because they're sleeping. Oh, don't wake them up. It's, yeah. it's more like, hey, you be careful, don't wake them up. Yeah. Rather than, I think that's don't do that. Personally, you know, to me, the, the most unsettling slash yeah. scary yeah, I think so. moment is Danny sitting on his lap and he's yeah. like, you know, I'd never hurt you, Danny. It's like, yeah. Ugh. So, this, is, this was like your fifth watch, right? So, yeah. So, what's your. Did you notice anything new on this time through? Yeah, a lot of things. But before that, I like this movie so much because of the cinematography, I think, is, is beautiful. I just like that. Like, I like Wes Anderson movies and a specific Oops. Wes Anderson movie, Grand Budapest Hotel. Just like this. Is about it. It's the same movie. Both I 
just really love hotels. And someone asked me why recently. I can't quite describe why I like hotels. You like sleeping in other pe- people's yeah, fields. A lot of people get yeah. to sleep there. Yeah, it's, it's like sleeping. a sleepover. It's, it's like a big sleepover <laughs> with a mob. But I like hotels because I like traveling. I think that's it too. Yeah. When I try and think about it, I'm like, yeah. well, I associate staying with yeah. a, in a hotel as where I'm going on vacation with my family. I'm going to have a good time, even if the vacation destination isn't that great. I get to be in a hotel and yeah. it's fun. The beds are usually pretty comfy. Yeah, best if you're nice about. Well, I, mean, I you have siblings. I always yeah. have to sleep in the same bed as Nick, or anything. it was yeah. never. It wasn't about yeah, the bed. I, had to sleep about, in the same I like bed checking in. My mom and, or my brother. Yeah, yeah. Really that's why you like hotels so much, right? Yeah, yeah, because I get to sleep next to Nick. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. great. I get really love it when I would punch him in my sleep. Knocks all my teeth out at night at two a.m. We went on a a trip to California when I was ten for three weeks and I spent so much time in hotels. I fucking love They're like hotels. a second home to me. Yes. Literally. Yeah. But anyway, um, uh, I like hearing what you guys talk about, like about this movie and I'm glad you all had a positive reaction. I, on my new viewing, I tried to look for things that I don't like about the movie and it comes down to really specific scenes like that that spirit Halloween. It's the spirit Halloween scene is yeah. a disaster. Why on earth would you keep that in? She sees so many other unsettling things. You don't even need it's that. It's spooky. Yeah. It's not. It's I not at all. I think that was the only time I, where I questioned the direction of it. Yeah. It's like he does all these beautiful, subtle things in every yeah. other shot, and then it's like, there's the a skeleton. The subtle thing what you do? possibly do. <laughs> yeah, it's it, insane. The next scene's a guy in a sheet running around. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. That would have been scarier. And then I don't like um, that Wendy and Jack don't really have a loving relationship you kind of can tell that there's a huge amount of tension like Seb mentioned yeah I think that adds to I mean I, yeah I, I don't think that's necessarily bad. I mean it's bad for them but I don't think that's necessarily bad for the movie I just wish there was a little bit more chemistry to see how they I'd like there. to see that the hotel made it worse. I well, kind of yeah, like the idea they were already fucked up, and then the hotel really. Yeah, pushed I just wish they if, they e- could at least fake it for a little while. Even if they had included like a scene like that, yeah. though, I feel like Jack Nicholson still would have crazied <laughs> it up. You know what I mean? I don't know. Isn't he in some positive? Doesn't he star in like Goodwill Hunting? Is that a, is a good movie? Oh, like, yeah, where he's a good was he character? in that movie? I don't know. I I miss I misspoke and I said Meet the Fockers earlier. He's not in Meet well, the Fockers. I, I, yeah, I've, I've always thing. seen him. As he plays a really good on his character. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like have a thing where like every weird old white guy is like the same actor? <laughs> oh, are they not? George <laughs> has racially, uh, racially white white people all look the same. Yeah. Uh, but no, so I love this movie. I love the beautiful uh, cinematography and the. Um, the taste I like the hotel. See. I like winter. I like Jack Nicholson. I think is awesome. Uh, Shelley Duvall is amazing. Scott McCrothers is awesome. The kid, Danny. Her boy. Really big. Um, the last thing I want to say is my favorite too. shot in the movie is the one where um, Jack is not watching the map of the hedge maze, but um, the one where they're running back in from playing and Jack is in the green sweater and he's just like drooling, staring yep. out the window, completely yeah. blank face, completely disheveled. I think it's like so awesome I think that's just like a great shot in that movie yeah that's a fun one uh, I love this movie I'm gonna watch it tonight was it nice uh, hearing all this stuff from us like about yeah I can't think of really anything perspectives. but yeah I liked I love talking about it with you because you remember a lot more of the book than I do and the differences between the book and the movie really combine together to make one I think really the, good story I think story. the experience of knowing both like they enhance each other they enhance each other for sure yeah absolutely the book um, does a lot of I like 
in the movie, Jack never takes care of the hotel, which is really yeah. funny. Yeah. Which is what I like about he him writing. Fucking work. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Yeah. He never does shit. Yeah. Like uh, the tennis ball scene where he's throwing it against the yeah, wall. Another amazing good. scene. Yeah, that's improvised. It's oh, just yeah. in the yeah. script. It says Jack does not work. <laughs> and <he's, laughs> and that's what Jack Nicholson did. But Maybe in the, the 70s, what else are you going to do? Yeah, in yeah, the and, book. And you see that uh, Wendy's like taking care of the board. Yeah, the she's working, and yeah, she does all the actual stuff. She's in doing the book, like woman's work. He replaces the roof for some reason. Like, uh, he reshingles the roof, and then... How? The whole roof? I don't know. And, and <laughs> yes, how? What? The how? whole roof? With what money? Yeah, it's insane. But he's supposed to actually, like, do stuff. There's yeah. a whole plot with him, and Danny become, gets a phobia of bees, because Jack... Tells him Danny and Jack are on the roof, and he tells him not to go near beehive and or hornets or something. Yeah, hornets nests. And he does, and Danny has an allergic reaction to the bees, and it's a it's a good scare because they're isolated on three and a half hours away from civilization right. where they can't get back, and Danny's having a, a he's going to anaphylactic shock. Yeah, it's actually really a, a good tension builder, but um, they cut that out. And Jack doesn't do shit for the hotel. <laughs> he doesn't do the boiler. He doesn't do the roof. He doesn't work on his novel. He his novel is a, a real crazy thing person. in the book. In the, you, yeah. you like get to read parts of it. You understand what's yeah, happening. Yeah, they put it right in the book. Another uh, stupid thing I think about the book is that in the novel, he's like, it's so transparent. There's like a character that's a teacher, and he's always right and does everything right. That's it's very so good. Dumb. Yeah, I think Jack being a bad writer helps. Yeah, it's so good that yeah. he'd be like, "I'm gonna make my novel, and it's gonna be the greatest piece of American literature." It just <laughs> fucking sucks, and he kills his whole family. Try Except he doesn't. Yeah, um, great movie. Check it out. Never. Heard uh, of George, what what uh, Stephen King movie are you watching next? We're watching the horror film called Fortnite. Oh, it's over, bitch! <laughs> oh, the sun rises on our horrific terrorisodes and themed episodes. That's now right. we're just getting back to we're getting back to our regular yeah, we're getting back to our regular ass bullshit. We've, called me, I, we've replaced I think the that, stupid voices with stupid games. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone here has played it except for Nick. Maybe? Did you play it or no? No, I didn't play it. So everyone here but Nick has played it, but everyone here has only played like two games. I played yeah. like one game. One game. So, also, we're not that old, but we are out of touch. So this is this is a great opportunity for us to uh, all you kids connect. I'm the only just, person just that keeps for, up with pop culture. Just in time for something not else yeah. to this come up like, and be the next big thing. Yeah. This is like yeah. Gen Z Minecraft, which is why we have yeah, people our age play it a lot. Too. It's like World War Z. Yeah, not as much. I played a lot of Minecraft this actually. Old. <laughs> yeah. Let's do Minecraft. Before it was a we know too much about Minecraft. You know what's weird is I thought Minecraft was for weird kids, but now I play Fortnite, and I'm like, yeah, cool. So you skipped. One. <laughs> I skipped one. It was weird. Well, a lot of, a lot of kids our age do play Fortnite. Yeah, kids I'll, our I'll age. I'll catch the next one. Adults our age. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so we're going to play Fortnite. Uh, just build, bro. Uh, so, uh, oh, we didn't even rate. We didn't tell us any ratings out. Oh, let's, yeah, do we gotta some give, let's give some ratings to this. And then I want to uh, talk about five, blood, all of it, spats, <laughs> every bat in the universe, and uh, uh, missing one, screams, every every yeah. scream, um, 1,000 billion. Screams, uh, screams, Not five, screams. Shelley Duvall, <laughs> screams of terror from being abused by a director. Yeah. Blood, 330 gallons to enough to fill an elevator. Yeah. Um, Pumpkins, Zero, this is a fucking winter movie. The carpet uh, is orange. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a, this is the only film that we've watched 
that features the spirit Halloween. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> seems oh, sorry that's that is not the answer. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Next week we're doing Haunted Mansion. The Will Smith. Was it Will Smith? Uh, it was so. Eddie Murphy. Oh, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. It was the other black guy, yeah. I didn't see wow. it. <laughs> <laughs> bad as Cam, I didn't see it. You did. With your eyes. There's no. like four black guys. Yeah, yeah. George is one of them. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Eddie Murphy. Uh, George Oh! <laughs> I'll bleep that. I'll bleep. I, 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 I gotta actually do it though. Because every Alex's, episode, it's like Alex's name in the last episode. Oh. Okay, something in the fall one didn't get bleeped out. It was his title. No, oh, not title. <laughs> it had to do with I him. The dumbest man alive. And then all of us are like, oh yeah, yeah, we gotta cut that. We gotta cut that. Three stages right so. Oh my god. Don't worry about passwords. Don't try to chop your hand off like this. Yeah, I don't think it's good. Alright, I'm going to change it. Can we actually watch that episode? Can we? If you just want to watch it next week, let's just watch it But, um, no, Fortnite, I think that'll actually be fun in the sense of, like, are we going to squat up or are we going to play? We're going to squat up. I think you guys should all squat up and play at least. And you're going to play solo? Yeah, you, well, you guys could just do your thing, okay. and then I'll just probably I just play it. You just kill all of us and win. Okay. No, I'm not good. <laughs> is the thing. It, Fortnite's a weird game. It is a weird game. Um, yeah, so, it's not so, good. Just like PUBG is actually. Uh, actually so this, bad. if you enjoyed the movie The Shining, or you were looking for something similar, Grand Budapest um, Hotel. Grand Budapest Hotel is like I want a movie about a hotel that is more has beautiful is, cinematography, has beautiful cinematography and the same amount winter. of pastels, but doesn't hate me as much. I, the yeah. Grand Redemption um, kind of similar to this. I would um, also recommend. Uh, the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. <laughs> the Ride. The Ride. Uh, or the film. <laughs> I'm going to recommend um, something that was directly influenced by this, also by another visionary oh, director. Spirit Halloween. Yeah. yeah, check that out. Twin directly. Peaks. Twin Peaks oh, is... Twin that Peaks makes so is much sense. Directly influenced by The Shining, and it's been said in multiple interviews, David Lynch has taken a lot of inspiration from this film, and it also, it kind of disarms you in the same way The Shining disarms you at the beginning by having the trappings of, like, an era where there were no, there was no media to scare you. Yeah. Like, the drive up is, looks like it's a different movie. Yes. And, and people have put different music over it. Yeah. And, like, and it changes the whole thing. changes all of it. Uh, it's from, in that era, there's like nothing a... that's meant to catch you off guard. There's nothing that's meant to scare you. And The Shining comes and it's like, this movie hates you and it wants to kill you. Mm-hmm. The, like, um, dream-like feel of it also is it's, very apparent yeah, inside yeah. of that. Yes, Twin and that happens That's in Mr. Twin Peaks as Dream well. Like, uh, Twin Peaks disarms you by acting like a soap opera until it's revealed just how fucked up it gets. Hmm. I actually well, it's like, revealed pretty quick. They're like, oh, here's revealed, this dead body. <laughs> it's revealed pretty quick, but but like that dead body makes it into like a police procedural, and that police procedural can get pretty wacky and like goofy, and all the characters are lovable, and then it's like, well, how actually? Did there is she a prostitution die? ring in the mountains. Yeah, and, uh, this guy's kind of a ghost sometimes. Yeah, was is that guy <laughs> supposed Sounds to be showing? Sure? Yeah, yeah. yeah. familiar. Like Danny Phantom. Good also, call. another film with <laughs> good uh, flooring. One last thing, we've got some listener mail oh, from frequent emailer Hunter. Guest of the show, friend of the show. We gotta make a real Don't you mean screamo? (laughs) Okay. Hunter says, I finally got around to watching Over the Garden Wall and I'm in love. Thank you, Bink, for uh, having us watch that. We we did enjoy that. That's the big cartoons are sick. Come on the show. Yeah. Come I back. finally got around to watching Over the Garden Wall and I finally got one of them. The music is fantastic. The art style is familiar and whimsical. It's a great addition to the Dexter's Lab family tree of shows. Here's my oh. graveyard ratings. 
five out of five pumpkins oh, takes place oh, on Halloween night. Hell yeah. Yep. Two out of five Elderwood screams. Not a lot of spooks, but it has dark themes. Yep. One vial of blood from an abandoned mill. Nice. <laughs> and... 12 bluebirds and an owl. I don't think there were any bats. <laughs> <laughs> no, Thank no you, bats. Hunter, for not just uh, talking about, uh, pre- like, taking a, a recommendation from pe- previous episode, but also going with our absurdly stupid theming. For yeah, the month and also of a deep pull and relevant still to the Absolutely. October month. Also, I'm going to I'm gonna go back on my Halloween reading, because uh-huh. I thought about uh, it, and I was like, yeah, oh, it should be, you it should be like Hall- three pumpkins, actually. Uh, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five pumpkins. I quit! <laughs> Listeners, next week is Fortnite. Uh, the terror sodes are over. This has been. I think please they're don't just listen- <laughs> <laughs> This has been. Please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. Whoa. No souls left. Uh, uh, and no we will see left. you next week. Next week. Nice real- to Fortnite. <laughs> We're dropping, where we dropping boys? Where are we dropping boys? Next to Thank your bus driver.